start it and then I'll uh yeah, yeah keep talking but uh I think it was like it was Dave Chappelle like the lost sketches or something like that and it's the season they did right after Dave Chappelle left because they didn't know what to do and it was Charlie Murphy yeah and the other guy whose name I can't remember right now Donnell Rawlings yes yeah. and they hosted Ashley Larry yeah yes. oh my god Ashley Larry so is like my, he's not his real name that's not his real name it's all he has a name but um, it was those two that hosted, and they just had a bunch of random like sketches. I guess they had done beforehand. And there's one. Uh, it's the sketch. It's the player haters when they do time traveling. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. But it was like a back scenes thing. So, like they're in this old timey car, and um, Charlie Murphy was in the back, and he does yes. this thing where he starts shaking. The Charlie like, whenever, Murphy yeah, shake. Whenever the camera starts rolling, yeah. and like he's fine, he's completely Charlie Murphy, and they're like action. He starts like doing this weird shake. <laughs> It's amazing. That was another one that I watched after the Prince and the Rick James thing was the Player Haters Ball. I love the Player Haters Ball. <sighs> oh my god, it's my favorite. <laughs> the, the racial drag. Don't know rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then it was so sad because like Patrice Neal was uh, oh. Patrice O'Neill was in it, oh, and I was yeah. just like, oh. man, right. And actually, they were joking. During the player haters ball, they were joking about his character dying or something, and I was just like, "Because one of the funniest elephant in the room, if you haven't seen that stand-up special, I don't know. I don't. I'll, I'll figure out where you can find it, and I'll let you know so you can watch it if you haven't watched it. I feel but, like that sounds super familiar. Was that not on Netflix at some point? It was, I think. I, I think yeah, that sounds really familiar. I don't know. If he I had like it. a big, like a leather Whoa. jacket on and a fedora, yeah. and he talked about uh, harassment day. <laughs> <laughs> harassment day. He's. And I forget when it was supposed to be. Sometime in November, I think it was like the, the Tuesday before Thanksgiving or something. I don't know. But yeah. I was just wondering, and he's like, I don't know. I mean, you just seem like the type. Uh, you want to suck my dick in the broom closet? <laughs> no? Okay. No, I'm just like, I mean, because you seem like you a hoe. <laughs> it was that, the harassment day, I fucking, that, it makes me cry laughing every time I watch it. When he starts talking about, like, a bear. He's like, you can't just put, like, salmon and, like, honey all over it to a little bear. You can't eat it. That bear's going to be like... Man, <laughs> like just the way he does it, it just cracks me up. That and um, the bit about being not being able to spell where the damn like he couldn't spell the word restaurant to save his mama's life. <laughs> like so, he had a like a hold my mom hostage and like spell restaurant. And like uh, he said, look at your head in the eye and be like, Mama, I love you. Just know, just know, I love you. Restaurant. <laughs> That is one that, unless you really break it down, like, I would, I would probably freeze that spelling out. But he's sounding it out. He's like, restaurant, restaurant. <laughs> His face. Oh, my God. He was brilliant. All right, Pete Patrice O'Neill. Gone too soon. Bernie Mac as well. I, oh God! Uh, for a while, I forget I about that. Was sometimes. watching Bernie Mac show, and it, it just is so funny. I love the Bernie Mac. Mac show. I also did not realize this. I feel like as much, but he does have a lazy eye. It comes and goes. It comes and goes. It literally go comes and goes as it pleases. I've the Bernie Mac show was honestly the worst. Well, because he does like <laughs> the eye to eye monologue. You know, yeah, the, yeah, dialogue. I guess he, he's, he's, I call them Boston Terrier eyes. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> when somebody has a, you know, and you know what I mean, because well, yeah, it's your, it's, it's one of the like, things that makes you sue. It's like, it's like they're just like, barely like. I really should like, stop calling it a fear, but it really does bother me so yeah. much. Like, well, anything that, that causes you hate high anxiety, of, you could call it a fear, I would think. Are you looking at me? I don't know. Which eye do I look at? Is it the wonky eye? Is it not wonky eye? <laughs> which eye am I looking at right now? Please <laughs> I can't look at them both because I can't do that like you. <laughs> can't fucking go full chameleon. Yeah, my friend Brad used to call it a berry picking eye. One eye's looking for berries, the other one's watching for snakes. <laughs> you what gotta be safe. southern thing to say. Safety first. <laughs> then teamwork. Yeah. But, um... But no, because like in the Bernie Mac show, it's really bad. But yeah. like in the movie, guess who? His eyes are mostly completely straight. There's See, still I a couple like of I scenes that like I didn't like, you recognize kind of it as much in that movie either. But I definitely like watching maybe some of the episodes of it. Well, maybe it's like you can do like corrective things for lazy very, eyes. Yeah, you just like, have to yeah. put a patch over your yeah, eye. Yeah, I had to do yeah. that after I whacked my eye on a fireplace. Oh god! No, like I, when I was younger, apparently, like they did not maybe safe the edge of the fireplace at my grandparents' house, and I literally like whacked it on this side. And like I had a lazy eye and like had oh, an eye patch, but it was corrected now. Do I don't think I, you can whack someone hard, kind of like right in the eye, and they'll get a lazy eye. My mom thought I lost my eye. Like it was a big gash when they rushed me to the hospital because I like I wouldn't. My mom said I wouldn't take my hand over my eye. Like she like and finally it was just like blood everywhere because it was. You like, would have lost the eye for an eye match against the fireplace. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Sorry. Definitely, though. Like, ding, ding. I also remember remember something crazy that happened, and I vividly remember this because I remember going to the doctor right after, but it was, like, my grandparents' house, and, like, you know, lazy boys, you pop them out, you know, you have the legs up, and it has all those, you know, gear, you know, the things, the metal pieces. So I was, like, oh, it was my mom. She was eating a bowl of cut-up tomatoes with, like, balsamic vinaigrette on it. I loved those when I was there. I was, like, wanted it so bad. So I was, like, standing on the edge... And I had my foot in the, like, using that to step up on it. And I stepped up and ate some. When I came down, my toe got caught and ripped my uh, my whole toenail off. Oh, my, my God. My big toe. The whole thing was off. I just remember not, it my hurt, but right. I didn't really, like, it didn't hit me until I was like, ow. And then I looked down and it was just like, toenail was gone, just full. And I just, like, my, I was just... No, like tears. Just I remember, and I don't remember getting to the doctor, but I do remember sitting in the doctor. Like I don't know, or maybe if it wasn't even the doctor, but I do remember being sat up somewhere because I was young, but sat up somewhere and like being doctored up. So maybe it was like it could have been the kitchen. It was very like vague, but I do remember like I feel like I blacked out after I saw that. It was like "Ah!" yeah, your brain, your body will do things to protect you from. It was very weird. Excessive trauma. It was gross. That's one of those things. I can watch the goriest of gory of like action films or like a horror film. I cannot Mm. watch in a film where someone gets their nails. Still to this day, don't know how exactly Mm. it got like ripped off like that when I came out. But I must have had my toe like in something, and it just like foo though. Yeah, why is that bent? Oh, it's so, one that you can bend. I thought that it was like melted. I was like, that doesn't look safe. Like, how she did it? has a little lighter? Did you put it in the fire? I put a bunch of whiskey on it. Hey, do you guys want to do the intro real quick? Sure. What episode is this? One twenty-seven. Oh, pictures in the twilight. Pictures. Could you imagine Walking if it did look like that? The nope. <laughs> what if you took someone's pants down and that popped out at you? Uh, you put like, them back up, right, and go, no. <laughs> like, get out of here. You go scare somebody else with that. 
Get out of here. Get out of here. Scram. Scram, cricket dick. Get out of here, cricket dick. Get out of here. Get, get. She's moving the broom. Scat. Not at the Apollo. Tap dances at all. Get I wish I was good at tap dancing. Party City clown outfits with a death room. Sweep them out. I wanted to do that at the shoot place all the time. Like, like somebody standing at the registry being shitty to one of us. I just wanted to go get the broom and be like, all right, out you go. Yeah, I invested in learning how to tap dance. Now for that. Just for that. Just for that. I just need to know one tap dance. Yeah, I just keep doing that. Just one move. That's fine. Yeah, just a little tip tap. Tip tap. Tip tap. All right. Get a little tap tap tapper. Go in your home, ball. <laughs> Are you too good for your home? It's gonna be tap, 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 tap. <laughs> What's your Wi-Fi password? Is it the Lakeshore? Is that your Wi-Fi? Oh, it's um. Is the Lakeshore your Wi-Fi? Though? Yes. Okay. It is. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I did this last time, but it didn't. No, you're fine. Save it, and now it won't let me do anything on here. It's not wanting to corroborate today. Corroborate. I, I just didn't want to say it like so I might leave this stuff in. <laughs> I don't know. Oops. It's just been fun. So, so all the neighbors that listen to us, they'll know your wife and password. Okay, there we go. Fanatics, welcome to episode 127 of Three Fans in a Pod. If you find yourself here on this, uh, at least on our end, a uh, pretty rainy Friday evening, then right. you're having a pretty good Friday evening, it's I must say. Thank you for the backup vocals. <laughs> Completely unnecessary. Are you flowers? The serenade you in the garden. Yes. Are you quite done now? <laughs> no. <laughs> I shan't be done. And as always, uh, you know, I always get interrupted because I get no respect. You get zero respect. Got the danger field syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> no respect. But, you know, we'll talk about some, some stuff, possibly some wrestling, some other things, some, some jibber jabber for the... Yeah. Blibber blabber. I don't know. I had nothing after that. Uh, but before we do all that, you know, always and forever, foremost and always, what are we drinking this evening, ladies? Are you guys passing notes? Is that about me? Yes, it's about you. <laughs> She's a dumb bitch. <laughs> do you agree? Circle yes or no. <laughs> uh, well, as your rainy... Well, I don't know. I don't I think, I have, <laughs> I, I, think I, I have anything. All I know is that I do not. I don't think I do. I think I lost them all. The not this past. <laughs> it's you. It's you. The so as not. as a queen, <laughs> yes, I am drinking. <laughs> you made <laughs> intense eye contact with your beer, and you were like, "We're not champion." Like, all right, <laughs> consult. But consult I am drinking a Bonvi spiked seltzer. Zero sugar. I thought you said spider seltzer. Spider seltzer. It's spider. That's why it tingles going down. <laughs> it's a bubble. It's all it's spiders. Well, that's fucking terrifying. Packed <laughs> with antioxidants spiders. and arachnids. <laughs> Not to be confused with insects. We don't fuck you over like the other brands. <laughs> um, it's me, the gimmickless one. Uh, that's maybe we'll figure that out tonight. I don't. I know. have a couple ideas. Okay, we can do that right after. This. I'm open to. <laughs> um, I am drinking a oh artist formerly known as uh, the sleazy one. I'm finishing up the Sierra Nevada Summerfest. Ooh. 
crisp summer lager. Highly recommend it. I love it. And then after that, I'm moving on to an old favorite that I haven't had in forever, which is uh, Red Stripe. Ooh. I had Red Stripe like a month ago because I had a craving for it. I just have to say, you can never go wrong with the Red mm. Stripe. Red Stripes are good. Yeah, I, I got them. They're just like a really like nice drink beer. Like especially in like yeah. hot days, it's, it just seems ref- it's always refreshing. Okay. Yeah, I was putting together a mix six <laughs> at the at the local grocery store, and I was like. Yeah, red strap makes it a half dozen. Makes it a half dozen. Rounds it out. <clears throat> Rounds it out. And it's me, the carny kitty, the killer cock, the cool scat, always sitting at the goddamn table, and I'm back on that silver bullet train. We gotta pave that road to WrestleMania. I suppose. I think I'm giving up on paving that road. It's never, it's. The journey isn't even fun anymore, the destination's just worse. But uh, I'm also gonna do a shot of uh, some Crown Royal because I'm feeling like fancy carny this week. Ooh! Hey! Get it, carny. Alright, so, oh, gimmickless one. (laughs) Yes. I have like a good. Book me. (laughs) Do it. I have like a good second name for you. Okay. So, like, I still feel like it should be easy E. Something, but then like the Duchess of Debauchery, because it's still kind of sleazy, but without having to say sleazy. I like it. Or you could just be easy, the Duchess of Debauchery. That's fine. Better do. Yeah. I also was looking at words because I was like easy something, and I was like, what rhymes with easy? And I looked up a list, and it was like queasy. <laughs> and I was like, sleazy, queasy, Nick, easy, breezy. <laughs> That's it. Easy, easy, breezy. Icy is giving me brain freezy. <laughs> chicka chicka, I'm a little wheezy. <laughs> Can you be like Snoop Dogg but instead of saying poor shizzle, you just say things like that? <laughs> the rhyme with easy. <laughs> I like to keep it cheesy up in this heezy. Ba-doo, boo, pow. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Was that your catchphrase? Mm-mm. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I do like that Duchess of Debauchery. Well, also makes it sound like your cousin's to Britney. Mmm. And then I can be the Carney Kitty, aka the Corchester. Aka. I'm the uh, the queen of another podcast that I'm not on. <laughs> I, was on one, I was on one episode, actually, their hundredth episode. That's right. Yeah, you went up to the big old city, the Big Apple. Yeah, actually, they um, they just started their new. So they had their three hundredth episode back. Damn. Several weeks ago, because I think they took the month of was it? They took the month of July off. Anyway, they took a break, and uh, they just came back. They put out their third. They're calling it season two. So season one was episodes one through three hundred, and uh. now they're starting over new. Uh, like a new theme song and just doing things a little bit differently. But they just put out their third episode this week, which is called a um, a Paul Walker Follows You Home. I saw that. I saw yeah. that. I love the cover art they do. Yeah. Oh, so it's and like, Chris, that shit is amazing. Chris, so it's John Saluga, Chris Sorrentino, and Chris does all of their podcast artwork. Um, you can go to ChristopherJSorrentino.com and see a lot of stuff that he's done. He's done artwork for Impractical Jokers. He was actually on an episode of Impractical Jokers where he peed on Sal Volcano's foot or leg because uh, he 
had allegedly gotten stung by a jellyfish and then like that was part of his punishment was he was having to go over to people and ask them to pee on him and nobody would do it and then they sent Chris out like as part of a barber shop quartet on the beach <laughs> and they held a towel around them so you know they didn't have to blur anything out and Chris like legit peed on Sal's leg so that was amazing um, I mean, it's definitely a life experience yeah and if you go to for both of them I guess yeah if you go to his, um, if you go to his website, there's links to his social media. And right now, he's actually selling. Um, I don't forget how many he has in stock, but for fifteen dollars, you can buy. Um, if you've watched Umbrella Academy, or if you're familiar I, with that series, I do like Umbrella I Academy. Never watched it. Me yeah. Too. Oh. No, you watched it on your own. Really? You, yeah. You should oh. totally watch it. It was really yeah. good, and the second season's out. But I don't know if Nick has, and I need to make sure he does, but because I want. I'm, yeah, uh, um, but Chris really did a Hargreaves family portrait so that has Reginald Hargreaves, and then of course six of the kids, all six of them except for Vanya. Yeah, um, but it's a fam- like a family portrait he did, and That's he has it like in a really little picture frame. Cool. He's selling for like fifteen bucks. That's so like, pretty awesome. So I ordered one from him. I don't know what I'll get. I haven't paid him for it yet. <laughs> I just messaged him like yesterday, like, "Hey, I want one of these." Um, well, I haven't paid him for it yet. So, like, I wonder when I'll get it, but I haven't paid him. <laughs> so it's very exciting. Uh, I will post a pic of it for sure. He does really great artwork, though. Like, yeah, he he does. He's come a long way too in like the last four or five years. Not that he wasn't good before, but his art is well, getting yeah, better. The, longer the more you he do goes, it, the better. The more seasoned artiste you become. Yeah. And you could also, follow, I mean, he okay. So he has his own Instagram that's. I can't remember if it's at Chris J. Sorrentino or Christopher J. Sorrentino. But he also has an account um, at Path of the Beam, B-E-A-M. That's their Etsy shop Instagram. Um, and the, and his wife, Brianne, also does some artsy stuff. She'll take, like, wine bottles and, like, paint them. And actually, I have a wine bottle lamp that she made. That's pretty fucking cool. But she does, like, incense holders and lamps and stuff. She'll run, like... You know the little strand of battery powered lights in there. And you just it looks do. Really cool. There's a fruit flyer or something around here. I don't know. He's been. Were you gonna? I tried to jungle book it. I was about to say. <laughs> I was gonna say Karate Kid. Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Miyagi. Yeah, I tried to Mr. Totally Miyagi right. earlier. Have you guys seen like the '90s live action Jungle Book, or like the British no. are occupying India? No. Yeah, and then like Mowgli comes into town. He falls in love with a white British girl and. He does that, like, he, he grabs the fly, like, at a very fancy, ritzy party, because it's basically, like, Tarzan, but it's Mowgli, and it's different, like, he's older. Mm-hmm. And so, like, he grabs a fly at this ritzy party, and they're all staring at him, and he puts it in his mouth, <laughs> just to be a dick, and then, like, they all walk away, and he, like, opens his mouth, and the fly flies out, and he's like... <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> Sorry. That's where I went with that. <laughs> That's okay. Most people would go crying in okay. um, <laughs> live-action jungle book. Because, <laughs> why not? Miyagi or Mowgli, which way are you going? <laughs> Um, uh, but Chris also has this thing called uh, Real Ghostbusters, R-E-E-L Ghostbusters, where he does artwork, like scenes from the film, but in the style of like the 90s cartoon. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so it's pretty neat. He just posted something a couple days ago, I think, a new, another scene. Uh, but anyway, yeah, totally check him out. He has cool stuff. So I wish I could be like that good at something like that. Oh my god, I know. Like I put a note up on our uh, door at the shop 
the other day so I could take the dog out because my boss is on vacation this week. So I could take him out and that's so just so people would know like, hey, I'm going to be right back. And I literally drew a stick figure of me walking a stick figure dog and said walking the dog brb thanks that's me though yes stick figures are nothing i'm like if nothing else it'll amuse them until i get back i can do like abstract doodles like with like shapes and like shit like that yeah i do i'm not horrible at drawing but i'm much better if i have like a reference Cause like yeah, you were definitely better than both of us. So like this is something yeah. that I actually found in a notebook, and I sent Nick. And this is when I was actually drawing more, and uh, I found these randomly, more or they less because swirls. we had just been talking about these cartoons, and I forgot that I had drawn them before. Hold on, this is so much easier because then you can just look at shared media, and then I can just say what I'm saying. But like for instance, this I found. I did <laughs> this cart Rick and Morty thing. Oh my god! It's a whole like little mini cartoon. It's it, like so it was with Squanchy, and it's yeah, like that's supposed to be part of that scene where he caught him so doing perfect. that thing. So there's that one <laughs> that I and then I did the one, you know, where I'm, my headspace was at with <laughs> I remember her imaginary <laughs> friend from that best of that one episode. That's awesome. Smoking. <laughs> And then I also did Courage the Cowardly Dog. I found him in there and this random oh. notebook that I did. And then, do you watch, uh, have you seen uh, uh, Steven Universe uh, with the crystal yeah. gems and everything? Yeah. So I did this one. Garnet is, I'm most proud of her. Like, I really like drawing her, but I did Garnet and Amethyst. And I found those. He's like, when did you do those? I'm like, Oh, wow. This is wild. My abstract doodling, which you should recognize this from the carnival. That was in the original liner that we had. That took like five years. Yeah. Oh, God. In the corner. I started started going like back over it and I just did that. Like I smudged it with hands. That's when I'm actually like sitting and I'm like, I want to draw the cartoon. (laughs) Like if I'm drawing, drawing, and you've seen like when I used to have the notebooks, there were sometimes all my notes were for random (laughs) page weird things. Yeah, literally hashtag what, that. No one will know how long I worked on this. I also know. I, I remember, was like five years. I remember a teacher. I, I remember a teacher vividly telling me one time, like, you have to stop drawing in the margins of your worksheets. It's getting distracting. Because <laughs> like I would just like sit there, like when she was talking, was like, and be just drawing in the margins. I never grew out of. even in college, I would do that. Oh, I still do that. Sort of keep writing like. Fiction stories in my head, and, like not paying attention to the teacher. I'm like, I'd much rather be living in my own universe. And we're done here. And that sounds supposed to be worked, and I got A's. <laughs> you know, yeah. Sometimes it I know this is. happened with us to uh, with a bunch of teachers, but like our grades would be so well, they'd be like, you don't really have to come to class. And they had the attendance like policy. Was, yeah, like, I like. I feel like there like was an attendance policy up. in a lot of those classes, but like, I know like my geometry class was the only one that I tried not to skip because she was like pretty strict about yeah. like not so usually I would at least go to you that one in the morning out, yeah. and then the rest of the classes would yeah. mm-hmm. so also it also just depended on just who I met on campus that day and if they wanted to go do something better <laughs> like <me>. if I <laughs> you 
<laughs> or like Lindsay, when I was like when I had a class with her, like we would just not go to speech. <laughs> we wouldn't go to speech. Nobody went to speech. We were like the best people in that class, though. We rocked speech class. We did, but you know what I was not expecting? At the end of speech class, our professor asked everyone if you could have the speaking abilities of one person in this class, who would you choose? And it was split 50-50 between me and Brittany. Like, and they were like, were like, those two. Those two. We're like, I feel like you and I were like, we yes. wrote these speeches like a day, sometimes a couple of hours. Yeah. Most of this was winging it. <laughs> Most of this, guys. It's just... Because you couldn't write out your whole speech and read off of it. You had to make bullet points. So I feel like you and I were just like, fuck it. <laughs> I just say what's on my mind. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, honestly, I feel like I'm just, like, not afraid to speak in front of people. Yeah, like, if I have an idea of what I have to say, I just, I wing it. I try to make people laugh. I can't. I, I, I try to, like, I've always been, like, even, like, when, like, doing the graduation of kindergarten, like, and it being, like, all of a sudden this big thing, it was like, how am I going to do this? I just got to roll the punches, yeah, make a couple cool. jokes, make them feel comfortable. Uh, We're good. Not even real jokes, but just, like, cutesy things. <laughs> like, ah, ha, ha. You know, we're doing wonderful this morning. <laughs> I don't know. Just like, I don't know. I think it's like, it's like, I treat it like customer service. I feel like I just no, have to yeah. act like it's just, I'm talking to like one customer. Like, how would I talk to like a customer on a good day? On a good day. On a good day. I always have like the most confidence in customer service. Like. Yeah, I'm not, I've not ever been afraid of that, I guess. I, I mean, and I'm not even like, I want to say like, I don't really like necessarily being in big crowds of people but it also isn't something that I've feared yeah before but I mean I could see where like I don't know though I've never been in like a front of like thousands of people yeah that's so, a I mean, story. so I mean I could actually not be okay with it yeah. I mean I feel like the biggest crowd I've been in front of is like you know 25 10 year olds so I mean like that's you know like in general, I mean, nice. you know, it's a captive audience. They can't go anywhere. <laughs> so even if they're not enjoying what I'm saying, it kid, does not that matter. That kid's drooling. That one's gonna burn me out of his nose. So I don't really care what you guys think about me at all. <laughs> we'll be just fine today. Yeah. No. So I mean, I guess my audiences are usually children, and they're captive in their environment. So, and sometimes they're not even listening to what I'm saying. Most of the time, they're not listening to what I'm saying. So you know, it's actually easier when they don't even care. What you yeah, Jonathan, were you even paying attention? <laughs> Johnny. Oh, we're making him fancy now. Johnny's Jonathan. Jonathan. He's in trouble. He's in trouble. Um, so, like, a weird thing about that is that, you know, I've done, like, murder mystery plays and some comedy yeah. shows and stuff like that. Like, so, I've done improv stuff. Like, I've done improv stuff. But I, I can't, like, the thought of getting up in front of a crowd and speaking to them, like, I literally just want to melt into a puddle. And is then, it more that it's like, more focused, like, and I mean, in those things, you do have times that it's focused on you, but is yeah. it more that the whole thing is actually focused on you, or is it just the, like, there is, I've fig- I've, I'm trying I've, to give a speech. I've studied this more, like, <clears throat> over the last few years since I haven't done as many shows, like, thinking about it and, like, how much I miss it. And how much I enjoy doing it. Because we did a show back in January. Like, how much I miss it, but then also how terrifying the thought of doing something like that by myself is. So, part of it is the comfort of having people that I trust on the stage with me. That's a lot easier if, like, there's a new person and I'm not 100% sure about them. I, I still get nervous, mm-hmm. but more just nervous about either my interaction with them or just what they're what the fuck they're gonna do on the stage like if they're gonna fuck up a line or whatever because even if we the people that like the veterans of our group who've worked together show after show after show it's easier when somebody fucks up to just 
pick to keep, up to keep yeah. or to try along. to circle it back around if there's important because inf- we would do murder mystery shows so you can't leave out like important lines so yeah because someone drop so, like, what's going on yeah I mean yeah it doesn't make sense yeah there have been a couple of times where even with us veterans somebody would drop a line I'm pointing at myself right now for those of you listening uh and you can't tell me. <laughs> I dropped a line and like my my fellow actor would be like trying to feed me back and around to like, I totally totally, <laughs> totally missed the cues and so they were having to like force the and I finally realized like two or three minutes in like oh shit okay and then I'm like the you line. found the knife yeah. <laughs> and you're like oh, oh yes oh okay. yeah by the way I got the knife I found the knife right. I had it the whole a hard, time a hard nudge I'm not killer wait am, am, am I, 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 I shut the fuck shut the fuck <laughs> Part of it is you having other the people. Mystery to the murder. It's no longer a murder mystery. <laughs> just it's just a murder and a dinner. <laughs> um, they, uh, but, the, but that was oh, part of it. That's part of it was having other people up there that I felt like I was sharing the the weight of it with. Yeah. And then the other thing is also I'm up there as a character. I'm not up there as Emily. So it's a lot easier for me to, this sounds really stupid, but anybody, I think just about anybody could relate to it. It's easier to just be somebody else than it is to just be up there as yourself. It's like, oh, I didn't yeah, know, I wouldn't know how to act if I was just like there by myself, like as me. No, it's definitely but it's better to, act, like, it's easier to, to act silly yeah. and be a character be when a you're character. like trying, then you're like dressed up or you are supposed to be that person or right. that thing it's a lot easier one thing i always have regretted in high school is not like getting into like acting and actually doing I agree. because i honestly and maybe this is like super I like conceited of me but i feel like i would have been really good i feel like i still could i'm not saying i want to be an actress that's not no but no i think i want to do that but, but i would honestly like i was even gonna say like i would love to at some point do like a theater thing with y'all like i think that would be really fun i'm not yeah. saying i could would be good at it. i've never really done it well, but, but i am pretty good at memorizing it. things yeah. and <laughs> that helps i we, like we've had people every day. So we've I had people to... who were terrible at memorizing things, or could memorize it, but they wanted to ad lib their own stuff too much. And, and you're like, like and then, you so well, sometimes you do that too much, and then you forget what you're actually. Yes, you to lose say. your place, and then other people miss their cues because they're they waiting on you. Like, oh well, well I would have, I was going to come out there, and I was waiting for him to say something about the chair and he never fucking especially said it. I feel like you know it's one thing if you're filming a movie yeah because you, you have yeah. takes yeah live theater you just you're stuck even then if it was like a I don't know like I'm not if it was like a Broadway play you could probably get away with it a little bit but like I'm saying like in a murder mystery where it's so key that you have to hit certain yeah. points or else yes. the shit's not gonna make sense to the people that are trying to figure yeah. that right. out like, yeah. yeah I've been in like I will say I've been in musicals before I guess I've been in uh, The Music Man and mm. Fiddler on a Roof and was in high school we so. did yeah I, that's just so we did, I, I, like, I understand but like I that also, was the musical they chose my eighth grade year of middle school. And then we did which one? High school musical. I oh. I fucking I missed out on doing Greece and I was so <gasps> upset. Oh, that, no, that that we did an eighth grade thing too, and our eighth grade thing was uh, Fiddler on the Roof, but That's they really did Greece. I honestly super enjoyed no, it. No, I love like I got to do I got to do a dance thing with the Matchmaker song, and I was like, I fucking that's like the best song of this thing. 
And I also did like the music band. I didn't have a big role, but we did the shapoopy dance. I had like Shapoopy. I was doing Shapoopy. it with like a group, and so we were out there like doing the Shapoopy rhythm. But I just like, ruined so many things for me. Fiddle on the roof is like a very dense like subject matter. I didn't. Yeah, it was it was skimpy. We didn't go yeah. through it. Yeah. <laughs> You just, just, you just hit the high point. There is nothing wrong with the German people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it's really made of pollen. Yeah, no, it's a really heavy... Pack was so... Oh, tea was so... Tea was so... No, um, I don't remember. I just feel like it was very, like, you know, like... Let's hit the big yeah. scenes. Because right. I feel like I just was the in there for like, Shapoopy, and then I remember the rest of Because I feel like I was just in the Shapoopy scene, and then I just went back in the general choir and just... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> some, some shit. Music Man was really good too. I enjoyed that. That was fun just to like generally watch. See, the, I, was, I feel like we did a good job. I don't know how the Sorry parents thought about it. Actually, actually. The parents were like, this is excruciating. <laughs> but like, I felt like we did pretty good. I was also in seventh grade. So, like, I've always been in chorus, like, up until high school when we moved, and I was like, fuck it. I did, I did, I did high school <laughs> choir for my first year at Clarence, and then oh, when no. I went to Hardin Valley, I don't even remember them offering choir. I just feel like really, I, was so, choir, I was so sick and tired of it by that point in high school because like, I had been taken from Farragut, finally went to Carnes. Even though Carnes was a shitty school, I finally felt comfortable and yeah, then right. like, go to Hardin Valley. Because I feel like the first half of my, well, no, it was like three-fourths of my freshman year, they weren't sure whether or not I was going to be staying at Carnes or going to oh, Hardin really? Valley. Yeah, because of where we live because I was on the edge <clears throat> with the Farragut thing too. And my mom's like, well, where do you want to go? I was like, I don't really care. I want to know where my friends place. are going. Because if I lose my friends and I face you, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> I was like, I, I put in so much work. Yeah, like, I, and, you know, I was oh, never yeah. hard to make friends. But at the same time, I've I never been one that, that I'm like. Hard my legs. I was in the same boat. So yeah, well, like, and it was one of those things where, like, it was really lucky because, like, Caitlin and Caroline and all those people ended up going to Hardin Valley. So it worked out. And then, like, you and Emily, which was good. I made like, friends with a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, there were, well, because I was friends with weirdos that lived in my neighborhood, and then I was like, I gotta make friends. <laughs> like, it was like, it was like, my bus was not this my not favorite thing. Well. well, there's one that she turned out much better than I thought. Oh, actually, both of them did, but during high school, it was very odd time. <laughs> like, I love actually seeing them both now, like, I know exactly. I'm very, like, proud of both of them, about. and, like, I think they've done wonderful things, and but I'm, like, so proud the of moment. the women they've become, but, like, in the moment, I feel like we... All oh, we're going different paths with things. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's one very of them odd. is the one that used to beat their head before they went to sleep. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I remember you talking yeah, about that. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, now, like, she's doing so well for herself. She's like, kid. she's a kid. She's doing very well. Like, very she's doing, she's, she's always sweet, but like, yeah, yeah. No, she was always sweet, but I, I, I would so like to talk to her about some of those things. And I feel like either A, it was legit and she still has those general things, you know, going eccentric. On. Things or she'd be like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. She also had a, like an extreme phobia of the color purple for a while. Um, you said that I thought you were the movie. Like, the movie, like what is the movie oh, called? Oh, no, not the cinematic movie. The color purple, literally. Actually, really the good. color purple. Like she was scared <laughs> of the color purple. Just that's and I don't know. my mind went, and I was like, what? I, 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 some of it I feel like might have been put on, but I could be wrong. I, I, I don't know. I haven't talked to her in years, so you know, things happen. Um, <laughs> for talking about like being put on the spot and performing and whatever. So a few weeks ago, we had a, there was a local radio station that does like a 
Fourth of July thing where they recognize veterans and they order plaques from us every year to to present to the veterans or their families if they've passed. And then um, also they have a, an outdoor car show. Yeah, so cool. they call it their outdoor show, but it's a car show. And so they get little dash plaques for it. Well, this year, my boss, instead of charging the guy, worked out a deal um, to swap products for advertising time on the radio station. Because it's like during fall sport, well, <clears throat> during a lot of the sports, like they'll have the play-by-play, like the commentary or whatever, they'll have the game going yeah. on their station. So a lot of people around here will listen to it if they can't go. Um, cause you know, we have like one local channel here in Rome County and they can't show every single game. So they usually pick a game. So everybody else listens, you know, if they don't go to the game, they listen to it on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> we live in a rural area. <laughs> Fanatics. That's just what it is. And so anyway, so my boss traded, um, airtime, advertising time for these products. So a few weeks ago, the guy picks up his stuff and he's like, well, you know, I'll come by. Uh, he said, uh, you know, I'm going to be on vacation next week, but I'll come by the week after that. My boss is like, well, then I'm going to be on vacation. Um, he's like, but Emily will be here. And he's like, okay, great. He said, well, then either I'll, you know, I can do the ad. He was like, but honestly, uh, from past advertising and stuff from clients, like doing an actual radio ad, like a 30-second spot, they get better response when it's either the business owner or somebody from the business doing that. No, I would say they probably would get a better response from you just saying because you're the one that actually deals with people. Most of the people, yeah. So, anyway, so inadvertently my boss volunteers me to do this. <laughs> Fast forward a couple of weeks, three weeks. Classy on the back. Well, then Lou's got it. I fucking forgot about it. Yeah. The guy shows up this afternoon and I was like, can I help oh, you? <laughs> he was like, so, uh, talk to your boss about this radio ad, blah, blah, blah. And his natural speaking voice is a very radio speaking voice. Like, I'll, I'll have to see a little, like, before you guys leave, I can find something, like... A clip. A clip of <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. Um, but anyway, so he comes in with this piece of paper and our business card where he had made some notes when he was in there about things we wanted to include in the ad. He had written some, like, very basic copy, and he was like, here, have a look over this. Feel free to edit it, change it however you want to, add things, take things out, whatever feels more natural, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm, I'm I'm sweating profusely. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to move this here, and then I'll add this line in here, and I'm going to change this word to this, because I think that sounds like something that I would actually say, not, you know, sounds like something somebody would say, not something somebody would read. You yeah. know what I, you know, there's like that almost, weird... Almost kind of like a wrestling promo where you're yeah, like, yeah. Like, 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 nobody talks like that. Right, <laughs> yeah. Fucking Bray Wyatt. Right. Buy you fortune cookie. <laughs> you buy you fortune cookie. You got fortune cookie. <laughs> so, anyway, so I ended up uh, changing it, and I was like, hey, what do you think about this? And so, I was trying to read it, but where I'd move stuff around, I didn't make very good arrows of where I'd be. So I was kind of stuttering, stammering through it. He was like, okay. And I was like, do you think this is going to fit? Like within 30 seconds, he was like, let's see. And he pulls out, like he had like this little pouch, like <laughs> velvety pouch, and a little recorder in it. And he was like, all right. This what does is... it sound like? He's like, surprise, I've been recording you. He was like, this is so-and-so, and this is, you know, and he said the name of the, he was like, this is so-and-so from the radio station. And then he said, um, this is, uh, the name of our shop, and he said, uh, 30-second radio spot in three, two, and then he stuck it, like, right here, and I was like, uh, and so I've got this paper, and I'm like, 
reading it and I stumbled about halfway through it and like as soon as I stumbled he said okay picking up from and he said the last thing that I said and I was like okay and then I picked up where he told me to pick up and I just read the rest of it but it was like he just I, he was so quick with it and I almost missed like he said okay picking up from <laughs> and three two and I was like ah, okay and so I read it but he and I was like how was that was it okay and he was like the fruit he was like that was it was good and I was like he should fucking say that because I'm like already immediately just mentally flogging myself I'm like I suck this is awful because I have zero self-confidence about the things that I think I do well and then I don't like don't share them with anybody because I'm yeah I will internalize I'm embarrassed yeah Yeah, I was like okay um and I'm like okay that was really bad or whatever and so he played it back it did not I don't know who I was channeling but that was not me the voice sounded very professional like I was like is that my phone voice because I have a phone voice at work and I was like I don't know who the fuck that is on there and then of course there was a part where you know and then like he he stopped it and he just kind of he kind of like laughed and like shook his head a little bit and I said what and he said because I've been dealing with him for like for years in the Mm -hmm. shop and he was like kiddo he said, you're all, you always impress me. Or, you know, he said, kid, kid, you've been impressing me for years. And I was like, really? He was like, all right. <laughs> he said, this will be playing uh, starting tomorrow. He's like, first of August through the month of August. Um, he said <laughs> something about, I forget how many times. Well, he, I don't think he gave me a number. He was like X amount of dollars worth of times yeah, it so, will play. Yeah, the equivalent, and I yeah. was like. I guess that's it. It's just going. And then he took the copy with him. So now when my boss comes back from his vacation on Tuesday, I can't even tell him like, like verbatim what I said in the ad. But I said some things. But I know he's going to be like, it's, I think it's just, I'm sure whatever you did is fine. Because I did it and he didn't have to do it. Um, I have a couple of things here that I wish would have happened. <laughs> and feel free to edit this out if you'd like to. But I almost wish he would have had like, not a meltdown, but like I wish it would have been like Bruce Almighty, where he's on the boat and he freaks out, and he just trashes the goddamn. Uh, yeah. If I could have like just taken off running away, really oh would. Some of us are stuck in a tr- stupid trunk shop with a stupid bus. <laughs> like, oh my god. Yeah, I was. I, uh, I was sweating so bad. The fact that that this guy said that, and I was just like, thank you. Okay. I was like, I guess it was good then. I don't know. So as soon as he left, I texted my former boss, who's known this guy for years and, of course, has known me for years. And I was like, humble brag. Actually, I don't even humble brag with her. I'm just like, hey, so this just happened. And this guy just said this and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I was like, sorry if I sound like I'm bragging. She was like, it never comes off as bragging to me. I feel like you're always just sharing important things, and that means a lot to me. And I was like, oh, God. I was like, oh, it's like bragging. I feel like you just get really excited about things. You're like, I want to talk to you yeah. about it. So the person's like, yes, let's talk yeah. about it. Like, that's yeah. the kind of person you are. You're like, I'm jazzed. And you're like, yes, let's be jazzed together. Like, it's like I was listening to this. Um, I started listening to this podcast this week called uh, Clever Girl Knows. Like K N O W S, not N O S E. But. <laughs> yes! I've heard that before! 
Interesting. Sports uh, where people play without pens fight for or what the fuck did I say? A sport where people without pens fight for. Like, you're just gonna say garbs or something like. Garb, 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 garbs, But they were talking about how like. You should never feel like uh-huh. if you want if you want to celebrate your accomplishments, you should never feel like you're bragging, because bragging is not determined whether it's bragging or not is not determined by the person te- celebrating the success. Yeah, it's by the person listening to them. And if they're taking they're listening to you and they're not taking it as you sharing a, a an exciting thing with them, but they're taking it as bragging, it's probably because they're either jealous or envious of you. Yeah, most of the time yeah. that's exactly. And what then it if is. they genuinely care for you and are genuinely happy for you or proud of you or whatever they're taking it as you sharing it and they're excited to share in the moment exactly i also think it's like a nine times out of ten thing i do think there's that one time ever that they are just bragging there's also that's true that's true but you know there's like when you can tell they're like oh well i just bought a new bentley or something i bought a new something rich people say also i'm just gonna tell you because i cannot stop looking at it did that tea company just still steal like the Durex condom box and change <laughs> the name? No, because oh it God. looks like condoms, and I know it's not. But it's, I keep looking at it, and the Can first you sue someone for that because I saw it when British I walked Lynn in, condoms. and I was like, I looked, and I was like. I, I literally, for a second, I was like, they wouldn't have condoms just sitting in their kitchen. I said, more power to them did? than everything. But, just, like, it's, it's like a, con- a box of condoms well, in a sugar first bowl. I, but first like, I was like, Trojan. I'm like, no, Trojan doesn't look like that. I was like, what brand is that? I'm like, it's fucking Durex. As I tell. No. You're familiar with the other brands. I've had the sex. I've had the sex. The finger the guns made it way more creepy, and you didn't even do the guns, like you're just pointing. Well, like, because I was sitting around my butt on the chair, so I got Not that I'm doing that. That's like, actually in the face you made. Reminds me, I've been watching a lot of, I've watched a lot of uh, Broad City, like more, a lot more Broad City this week. And there's so many things that Alana does that <laughs> and like when she just like randomly will sing something and she does that little she's got like a little I like ditty the, I like way the that she one does where she does where she's on the toilet she's like ah shit ah shit ah shit <laughs> yes, yes I love Alana so much. she I think of you guys all the time I and there's like a little a bit of both of them in both of right them, I feel like of. it's a it's a <clears throat> even scale I do Alana though I feel like it's my spirit. <laughs> I will never forget when we watched the first episode of Broad City, and it's the one where uh, Alana has to get Abby to hide the weed in her vagina. Yes. It's, it's nature's con- natural bucket. <laughs> she like, gets up on the corner of like, her railing like, on the stairs, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, Alana's like, I can also, see. Also, as a woman, that just sounds so uncomfortable. <laughs> just like, having like a Ziploc bag in your vagina? I don't know. But I mean, it works. On that note, I'm gonna use smoke cigarette real quick. In your vagina. Yeah, so I was going to, um, you know, we did like a little, uh, this day in wrestling, or this day in podcast history. No. Yes. <laughs> so, from, I did find our, uh, our stuff from like three years ago today. Um, well, not our notes, but notes from Raw that was on Monday, July 31st. 
2017. Um, just some highlights of things that happened. And it's like, wow, how many of these people are not even on the roster anymore? So Brock is the same thing. <laughs> Brock Lesnar threatening to leave WWE if he loses at SummerSlam. We had the Hardys versus Gall- uh, Gam- Gallows and Anderson. Gam- <laughs> I thought you were going to say Gambino. I, was I, was gonna say, I, wrote, I don't remember this gentleman. <laughs> Please tell me more about Gambino. I wrote, right now. I wrote it as Gal Anderson. Gal Anderson. And the revival was on commentary. Uh, there was a cruiserweight three-on-three with TJP, oh, Tony wow. Nice, and Arya Davari. Is Davari even still with Tony? Oh, no. And... Uh, Let's see, versus, I think it was Rich Swan, Cedric Alexander, and Akira Tozawa. Um, Ms. TV with Jason Jordan. Oh, Jason, my. Jason Jordan suplexed Miz into his own entourage. Um, Seth Rollins versus Sheamus. Ambrose rushes in, and after, oh, at, at the end, after pinfall, Rollins getting jumped by Sashamo. Oh, Shishamo. Oh, the days of the bar. Uh, Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor collide. Balor kicks him into the stands. Was this around the measles outbreak? <laughs> Mumps. Mumps. Um, hey. Is it his promo? Bo. <laughs> Bo. <laughs> Bo. <laughs> Patient zero. Bo. His promos have lost power over the years. His mystique is fading. That's in quotes. I don't know who said that. Those, what's is... he doing and why? Balor also equals awesome without using words. <laughs> Apparently, I was very biased. And then there were notes from uh, SmackDown the night after. <laughs> so we haven't changed a bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one, I think everybody's still on there except for John Cena. I don't know, John Cena and Rusev because there was a Chad Gable and Rusev match. And Becky was... Okay, never mind. <laughs> um, there was some weird shit going on. <laughs> yeah. But I also found some other random things. You know, we were talking about doodling and notes and stuff. And I found this from... I don't know when this was. But it was... This is... It's Rusev Day. Eat Owens Eat. <laughs> Kevin Owens shirt we had... We came up with um, gen- and then there's just like gender's nipples. Hashtag nipplegate 2017. That I think had to do with the steroids. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the steroids the, make your nipples. The nipples. <laughs> you, get, you get them, them Cheeto nipples. <laughs> and this is when um, I saw that sign that somebody had in the crowd that said Nia Jax loves her snacks. Jax and Snacks was S N A X. That is just as funny three years from. And also the initials JJ that I doodled, and underneath in cursive it says My Black Son. So my Black Son. My Black Son. Is it weird that like, I know like, exactly all these moments, but I don't remember yeah. them until I get And then, like, also in episode 40, there's like a Rollins has risen thing, Rusev Day. Mr. Peanut, I drew him on here for some reason was doodling Paul Heyman's name all over the place like I was in love. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like, 
Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Miss Emily Heyman. <laughs> Mrs. Emily. Mr. and Mrs. Paul and Emily Heyman. Like, isn't she what the I fuck? never d- did that, though, in elementary school. Oh, God. Either. Oh, I did it in high school. I do remember, though, this boy I've done in elementary since school named Ross, and I had the biggest crush on him. And then I just remember one day... And this was actually by accident in elementary <laughs> school. I accidentally walked into the boys' restroom, like, briefly. Realized it. Walked out. But briefly. this one girl, mean little bitch. And I don't remember her name. But I, she knew that I had a crush on Ross, and he happened to be in the bathroom. So she proceeded to yell online, You have a crush on Ross, and you in the boys' bathroom. And then everybody started laughing. Like, you have a crush on Ross. The teacher's like, stop it. And I'm like, <laughs> man and me and him were like really we like played during like you know outside yeah, so it's not even like, it was just a distant crush and where like just, I also makes nothing but she was called black and single digit single digit so I thought about this the other night because I remember the podcast and we talked about embarrassing moments and I remember this and Katie I know for sure you're gonna laugh and I know you've probably seen this movie so you'll laugh too so I was in elementary school I know for sure because I still went to Farragut and I wasn't I was at the old, it was elementary, elementary, like, not middle school. Yeah. Um, not even intermediate, like, it was elementary, so I hadn't even gotten into, like, because how did they do that? Was like, yeah, very confuses me. So, I think, <laughs> I'm trying to remember how, what primary went up to. So, I was at probably at most in third, maybe fourth grade, at probably second, third grade. And I remember these girls were just, like, being rude. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so embarrassed just like saying it because like when Your it came out, I thought it sounded like <laughs> I feel like you're super badass. Like, bad like, <laughs> no, like okay, so I was really into the Mummy, and I watched it <laughs> a lot. And if you remember the scene where the Magi said they started fighting the people, like mm-hmm. they came and they attacked them because they were going to go into the temple. Yeah, and they wanted to stop them. And remember the one Magi? I forget what his name is. The main like, Magi. The there will be no more blood spilled. Or he said something along the lines of there will be no blood spilled today. More, no more blood spilled today. I definitely like said that in a retaliation <laughs> to somebody on the playground. And I said I said that to them thinking that's a badass thing to say. I'm going to bow up and be like, I said something along the lines of feeling you don't stop or something like there will be no more blood spilled today. Like I said that. And they're like, what are you talking about? And they told the teacher that I threatened them. And I had and well, I just heard I mean, it was oh so my awkward. God. Yeah, I, I definitely, I'm not saying that they weren't being bitches, but I'm just saying like if you were a child and someone said that to you, wouldn't you maybe be a little afraid? I mean, I mean, I mean, looking back, it's probably really weird. I I just like (laughs) watch movies that I probably shouldn't watch in my age and read all the time when I was in elementary school because I read really well. And just like, oh, so I read all the time in elementary school. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would and understand say, that. I, I, I said like weird things to people in movie quotes, and it was off putting to others, apparently. And my mom like got told that I was saying things to children. I said, <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, curse words? They're like, no, just offhand comments. <laughs> just, just weird just things. Weird like, there will be know. no blood spilt today on the playground because we're having a fucking war. Like, I don't know. But I thought about that. You're like, trying to rally up your Spartans. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, Fucking do the uh, the just, Highlander this, speech or something. Sparta <laughs> kicks someone into like a sandbox. Yeah, I, I, I don't from know, brain like, heart. Just I thought about that. And I was like, Jesus, like I was intense as a child. Like my idea, like I was like, I gotta teach these bitches who's boss. I just remember their faces. There's like three of them. They're like. What? And I feel like they started laughing too. So then I was immediately embarrassed and was like, was that not the right thing to say? <laughs> Did I make sure. a faux pas? <laughs> I have not said that. 
I thought it was really yeah. cool. <laughs> I did. I really like when it was Camille. Yeah, this, this is perfect, perfect moment to use. To the top of the popularity ladder. Straight to the top. Never did. Never <laughs> did. Gender Mulholland. <laughs> I was never very popular. But I also wasn't like one to fuck with because I feel like people were scared of me. Like I was never like Pretty super popular, but I got along with everybody. Because my mom, like, I feel like people like like were like, like you ever bullied? I was like, I don't remember being bullied. But I, I don't feel like bullied. there wasn't probably reasons that people could bully me in elementary school. It was very awkward kid. Very <laughs> awkward. All, really, all the way up until, like, my last year of middle school. Like, I didn't really start to, like, come into myself until high school. It was very awkward most of my child years. But, like, I, I, um, I just feel like people were afraid of me. I was also nice, but I feel like I was always a bit intimidating. Like, I never remember anybody saying anything to me because I just not... I would not back down. I'm like, go fuck yourself. I'll fight you. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was very much tucked my tail and <laughs> Mom always taught me not to start fights but finish them. Like literally she was like, Don't start anything but if somebody goes up to you, so like... it was like I was like the nicest person ever in elementary school, middle school, but I was really like, I will tell you if I don't like you. So I basically am the same person I am now, but like a little bit more Immature. Can I be more immature than I am now? I don't know. But you know what I was thinking about? To, okay, so I was driving to work this morning, and I can't remember what... Oh, I was thinking... Okay, so I've been... You haven't seen this therapist again. Or a new therapist. And uh, anyway, she put me onto this book, Wherever You Go, There You Are. Um, It's been around for a while. And uh, anyway, so it I've been reading like it. Sounds Dr. Seuss book. No. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it does. It does. All the places that you go. I know. Because wherever you go, there you are. Um, yeah, I think that might actually be a line of that. But I really like that book. Yeah. I actually teared up reading that to my kindergarten. Oh. Like, I know. Well, it's <laughs> funny when you go back and read some of the stuff that you read when you were a kid because you get it more yeah, as an adult it's, it's now. A really, honestly, and it's cute and it's rhyming really when you're a kid. I like the middle part, though, when it talks about like the bad times. It's like, sometimes you'll have bad times where you won't get up but take a rest and the rest will or the rest will look up or something like that or something like a whole it's really good and that's the part that I was like I'm going to cry I also almost cried when they did the Lord's Prayer and I was like <laughs> I don't know it's just like just I cannot I didn't cry because I was like this is being videotaped so I in the videotape I'm like looking up like this is the beginning what of the graduation looking at? well I was like the beginning of the graduation I had to like do a whole spiel after that I was like, <laughs> I was like just, <laughs> just keep these tears <laughs> rolled back in these tears I know I started like, like, down just, like, like, so just hold them in I seriously I'm like don't cry anymore and they'll suck back into your eyes this is how this works um, but Emotional. before we get back to what you were saying, I do have to say, like, the children's books that hit you a little bit harder when you're an adult. Yeah. Shelf Silverstein books. Oh, God. Yes. Uh, Shelf Silverstein was one of my favorites. And then as I was getting into, like, my later teens, like, getting close to graduating high school, I, like, I had, like, where the sidewalk ends and all that. I don't know what happened. Light in the books. Attic. That was my favorite. Light in the Attic. Um, I think one that I really like and I feel like has a very deep meaning for right is the giving tree. Mm-hmm. Just because like what I've been trying to think more about is like you can't give from an empty, you know. Like, yeah. Right. You have right. nothing. Yeah. So like I, I just feel like it's, it's such a good book about like giving, but like giving it, like receiving and giving. So like, you know, there's a give and mm-hmm. take to relationships. You can't just yes. take from somebody. It's very, it's very good. I love that book. It's so good. One last thing. So much. Yeah. Back to your no, you're, point, you're but, fine. It's not quite the same thing, but receiving and giving. I have to say, like, as a kid, Christmas was everyone's favorite holiday because you got mm-hmm. gifts. I have to say, as an adult, 
Christmas is not my favorite holiday, but it's one of them, and it's because I love giving, giving no, gifts. No, like, that's right now, like, I'm so the bad when, like, when people ask me what I want, because I never know what to say, but yeah, I'm, like, picking like, out gifts for people. That will say, I tell I'm them not, stupid shit, just see if they'll get it for me. I'm, I'm not too. always, <laughs> I'm not always uh, the best gift giver, but, like, sometimes I draw a blank, but I do love, like, Christmas especially, especially if I figure out themes, which I like to do oh, for no, people. Yeah. No, like, we've all learned that. Pirate theme one year for you, which I just remember the parrot I bought, it was the saddest thing when I pulled it out of the box like his feathers were falling He's out. He's still like, hanging oh, on to the, 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 the feathers you taped on in the back or he was like He was like three bucks. <laughs> it's pretty bird. It's like three inches of duct tape around his neck. <laughs> this parrot's dead. Haley like Jaws went pretty bird. <laughs> I do really like the, uh, so the, the like I do like the Monty Python sketch that with this Oh person. god. <laughs> and he was like pops it down the counter. Like, oh my god, that's such a classic. It is so good. I love that Wait, one. Before we get too far, you can continue your no, yeah, no point now. Uh, well I was I was getting into the uh Oh, okay. I know the point I was trying I was gonna make about being immature, but uh, let me get here first. So this book is by Wherever You Go, There You Are. If you look it up, you'll know. It's by John, and I don't know how to say his name exactly, but it's hyphenated. John Kabat-Zinn. Um, anyway, so the book, it basically kind of teaches you, like, the principles of meditation and stuff. And then also just um, about, I mean, things like assessing your life and figuring out which... Uh, relationships are benefit. Not that you want to keep somebody in your life just because you benefit from having them. But more like but, a but, win-win sort of relationship. But, yeah, where there's a give and take. Not you're just giving and they're just taking and you're not... Yeah. It's not a healthy relationship. Anyway, yes. so it's talking about meditating and stuff. And so in all this stuff I've been reading the last couple of weeks, I've been thinking about like going back to do more yoga again because i used to go to a yoga class like every week and it was nice and it was very relaxing and meditation is very good i've been trying to do that more as well it's yeah. very calming you and meditate nice. all the time but do not any longer probably it's use good. it a little bit more <laughs> it's actually a very easy and quick thing to do yeah it's very nice it's very nice so i was on the way to work this morning i was driving i was thinking about that and i was like i should do more yoga like i have this there's like a, um, my cousin does this like bedtime yoga and it's just more to like stretch you. It's a lot of stretches and stuff like that, but the breathing, like it just relaxes you and puts you in a a state between being fully awake and going to bed. Like it relaxes you and transitions you a little bit better to more restful sleep. Drowsy, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, it, it brings you down a little bit more relaxed to where you're more your body and your mind are a little more prepared to go to sleep i will show you something and i don't know if you would be into it but i downloaded this app that i've been using called it's chakra meditation so what it does is i don't know if you know or do anything with chakras but it goes through all your main chakras root chakra all the way up to the crown and if you click on them it gives you the music that goes with it, and then it also gives you the hand positions. Yeah, yeah, I just read... Could. This is more... I feel like that one was for the root one, was the classic. Yeah. This is, like, the root chakra, and then there's, like, these and all that stuff. But... And you can, you can change the music, though, so if you don't, like, dig it, because there was one that was like, I'm going to do that, but I was like, I cannot do this. Like, the chimes yeah, were the music. It's the chimes like, were too much. Yeah. Too many chimes, and I, like, changed yeah. it. Because I did this last like night more about it, you being but in a it's like, state, it, like, it's, it's right. free. So, but, like, my main thing is, even if you don't 
hair, but you know, this isn't the most. You can yeah. still like the music is nice. I use yeah, it still, yeah, you know, yeah. nice because some of them were like people talking, and I'm not as into people talking to me when yeah, I meditate. No, I like, know. I know how to breathe. I have books. I can read the books. I have plenty of books about that stuff. Right. I don't read that. I can Google it. <laughs> yeah, or Google it. Yeah. I mean, it's not. But like, people are like, I'm going to tell you a story. I, I don't I don't want to hear people's voices like it creeps me out. Phone. I don't know. Wow. I like I know people have good voices and I enjoy like if it were like, like I'm gonna dissect your storytelling abilities. Talking, it's usually like a podcast and like I'm listening to because I want to hear what they have to say. Right. Like I mean, I listen to a lot of like teaching podcasts, which are really nice, and like I like listening to those. Like if I'm listening to somebody, no, but they're saying something with a purpose. It's not like this is a story that's yeah to or yeah exactly. No, it's not lulling me into sleep. Like no, I'm not into sleep into a state. Oh, in like, a state? No, it's not. It's just to relax. I just want to. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Black, boy. But yes, uh, the book. Hey, motherfucker. Things like that. Meditation. So that was a joke. <laughs> so anyway, so I was thinking, I was driving, and I was thinking about yoga and all this stuff, and and I was thinking about like when the world gets a little more back to normal and being able to go to a yoga class. And I was like, man, I would love to do that. But one of my biggest fears, and like I still, even as real, as much as I enjoyed the yoga class I used to go to before, there was still this level of anxiety in me that where I was afraid I was gonna fart. And like literally, this is how immature I am. Okay, farts to me are as funny now at 40 as they were when I was fucking five no, years I old. I agree. I agree. It or doesn't well, matter. Yes, fart can go a long way. <laughs> it, it farts are funny. And, and I, like, it's hard, like, it's, when people fart, not to laugh. It like, is. Mm, Especially if it's somebody else, like a stranger, like in a store. Like, if you're in the same aisle as a little old lady who just, you know, randomly farts, and she's used to, she used to. Farts. Yes. Working at the big shoe. Oh, How God. many times crop were you helping someone? So not even the crop dusting. How many times have you been helping someone one-on-one, and they just fucking fart, and you hear it, yeah. and you have to be like... And you have to be like stone faced about it. You can't even be like, hi. <laughs> like, you want to be. And you're like, I always down. used to give it's them fine. like a little bit of a look, like, not really like, but like, like not staring daggers, but being like, really? Like, kind of just be like, I know what you just did. Are we going to address the fact like, that you just Like, we both know that wind. I can't say anything, but I know what you just that did. I just, you just broke wind in front of me. <laughs> I know this happened. I heard what your ass said last summer. Like, <laughs> um,. Yeah, so I'm driving, and I'm just the thought of being in some, this is like a fictional yoga class, me in there, (laughs) and I accidentally fart. I laughed the whole fucking rest of the way. I was like halfway to work, but I had that thought, laughed the whole rest of the way. Got there, and I was like, why am I laughing? Like, why am I just like still cracking up? Oh, yeah, I was laughing about farts Like when I was five years old. And it's like, it's almost like, I say it's just as funny now. It's almost funnier. I don't know. And I think it's because I've experienced a, the whole first of the, you know, what I like to think is my whole first half of my life. I don't know how long I'm going to live. Maybe 80. I think you're going to survive me. But, <laughs> I'll say nice things about you when you're um, but I probably died in some sort of freak accident. I feel like a student's going to stab Brittany. <laughs> what? Oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. Wow. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Give it, give it twenty years when you're gonna be like forty, almost fifty, and then like there's gonna be like almost fifty, yes. So there's gonna be like a little kid, and the kids are gonna be rougher than they're gonna be like fucking shaky, like. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, you're not going to be soon, but I'm saying, it's really like, rough in 20 years, they're going to be, like, going to be teaching the population. Some, I mean, I believe the children are our future. Well, if our future is going anywhere, it's going to be apocalypse world. So. Let's teach them well and let them I don't think make I'm the still gonna, I feel like it's apocalypse world. I don't think I'm going to teach anymore. I think I'm going to fair choose point. Fair point. I feel like I'm going to be more focused on my survival because I feel like at that point the children might be our future because we're in the apocalypse. I don't really so, know what's going on. At this point, I'm focusing on There's like, no educating I am. The, I am focusing on building my car so I can slide and style down the desert apocalypse world completely mad max style. style yes yeah, so that's what i'm working unnecessary. on <laughs> i need to become a movie reference but it's gonna be like you have you know, any apocalypse movie besides maybe mad max even though he gets one eventually i think anyways like you have kind of your apocalypse group like <laughs> yeah. the group of people that are around you but like it's tom hanks and saving private ryan where they're all trying to guess each other's occupation before the war happened and tom hanks was a teacher so like She's the teacher. <laughs> She's the Tom They're Hanks. Taking I'm the Tom Okay. <laughs> but no, like, he's, like, in, he's in World War II and everyone's like being like, what's your occupation beforehand? And never tell anyone like right before he dies. It's like, I was a teacher. And everyone's like, mine's blown. I love Saving Private Ryan. It's the only reason I'm It is a good movie. But uh, I feel like Apocalypse Group, I'm going to be like, what did she used to do? Well, that's like, we're going back to <laughs> teachers also serving the army. Starship Troopers. <laughs> How did I know this? Rico's Roughnecks! God damn it. <laughs> I, Everything so, comes back to Starship Troopers. <laughs> Give me a She's She's oh, going to go so pee, but I'm going to go ahead and throw this out here now. Fanatics, if you're not aware, me and the Queen, Brittany B, live together. She and I have been best friends for over a decade now. We know each other's habits. We understand each other. We both have very specific movies that we will watch over and over for and, and over, over and yeah. over again. And I feel like both of us are annoyed with the other person's movie that they've chosen to do that <laughs> But we don't hate the movie. It's not like we're not against watching the movie. We're just like, I don't want to watch this all the time. Yeah, it's not my preference. Hers is Starship Troopers. I love Starship Troopers. <laughs> I love it to death. She would literally watch that every day for a week straight. On the flip side of that, mine is Tombstone, in which I actually did mm. watch that every day for a week straight. Yes. And she got very upset <laughs> That honestly, I don't blame you for watching that one every day. I fucking love that movie. It's three hours, but like I'm like every every hour is worth it. Like there's not an hour that I'm like I gotta. There's not a moment in the movie that I feel like I can skip through this. Yeah, like I have to watch the whole thing start to finish. There was a post. Somebody shared something on Facebook the other day that was like, "What movie? If someone offered you this was it's uh, like a really dumb question, but it was like, it was like um what if." Okay, if somebody was would give you a million dollars, like if somebody would give you a million dollars to watch the one only one movie consecutively for twenty four hours, what movie would it be? And well, would you and would you do it? Five times. Oh, so <laughs> like Starship Troopers, I would put on loop all day and be fine. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like, totally cool if I made And there were a couple of people who were like, I couldn't do that, and I'm like. Or for a million dollars? Or Scooby-Doo Zombie Island. I really like, like that movie. Uh, <laughs> That's a really see, like, you get to pick the... Yeah, you get to pick the movie. So it's oh, like... Geez. Yeah, I'm oh, like... Take your shot past the island. I'm like, hey, let me put on Young oh, Guns. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't I just only brought one shot last Oh, I have... Here, I have a couple more. I, I, the ones I told you guys about from my friend's wedding where they had the pirate uh, pre, uh, ordained minister that married them. And they had a little 
We will keep going with this topic, but I have something about pirates that I need to bring up. <laughs> you ha- have to bring it up. Right. I do, but not right now. It can wait. Right. But they had the, um, they had little Jelly Roger shot glasses, and we Aww. we uh, tested them with Kraken. Fair yes, enough. that that works out well during the reception. But yeah, Carla and Scotty. I don't well, think I can convince May Deb's family 2011, to have a... But aren't they cute? I don't think I can convince Deb's family to have a pirate wedding. They're tinted on the bottom. I also They're don't... Tinted th- I don't really think that Mike's family would really care at this point because, like, <clears throat> most of his brothers are married and have grandkids, so I feel like they're like, mm, whatever, <laughs> we don't care if you have kids. You're fantastic. <laughs> my pirate friend. Fantastic. Got to worry about the kids. He said, I don't have to dress that with you. I dress my mom now. <laughs> well, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Oh yeah, the the movie that you can watch for twenty four hours. Now this wasn't twenty four hours, but me and my brother Brian, when we were like kid kids, like mm-hmm. seven years old, like both of us had a TV in our room. We had a VCR. Oh, I remember the day that I got uh, kids that don't know what I a got VCR is. A couple it. more. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> but we would literally like it wasn't really a challenge. It's not like we were like. And he and I hated each other as kids. Like, we tolerated each other. It's like, we were the same age. So, like, when we want to make, like, play, like, pretend games that, like, Chris and Brandon were too old to play, we'd be like, we will get along yeah. <laughs> until this is over. Like, <laughs> we'll call a truce for now. We need, to, we need to do this, and we both know we need to do this, but we don't know why. But after this, I will hate go you back again. to hating you. <laughs> yes. Temporary truce. But anyways, <laughs> that, like, we would try to see the movie that we could watch the most times in a row and like not even that you're paying attention to it like just you watch that many times on the VHS like you're doing something else like you know playing with something else but like it's all in the background and still watching it like but you know you know yeah maybe the first couple times you're messed with after that you're just like it's on I'm here I think I I don't want to say I ended up winning because I don't remember the record Ryan made one but I had two records and I both got them both to the same amount of times I watched Jurassic Park six times in a day and I watched Scooby-Doo the live action the first one six mm-hmm. times in a day oh wow wow six times in a day and I'm like I'm not saying like I sat down and watched yeah. it like six times back to back to back like I was doing yeah. shit like I was a kid like my attention span's not that long. Right, you're not gonna sit for 12 hours and watch the same thing. But yeah, I'd be like playing with someone and be like, oh, yeah, Scooby Doo, we'll rewind it, we'll do it again. I'd be like, it's almost like you're catching a different part, so you're like, yeah. Through six viewings, I've almost watched the whole thing a couple of times. Probably about three times I've watched the whole thing, but I was like, but I have other things I want to do, but I gotta be Brian, so like, I gotta be rewind, Brian. let's go again. Yeah, like, do you like to do this? Cheers. 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 Cheers and beers. Oh, oh, clink, clink. So, speaking of watching movies over and over oh. again, and something that I don't feel like I may have shared, but since you both know my mom, obviously she's better friends. I like that we all she's better friends with you than me. I'm just joking. Uh, her daughter, so if not, then that would be a really big issue. If she's telling you stuff about me behind my back, please let me know. Me. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do anything that interesting, so I don't know what she'd be saying. But so my dad had just to, preface, just, to, just to preface all this, my dad is not looks quite, like he got abducted by aliens. yes, but he has two <laughs> older sisters and one younger brother, so he's a middle child. Yeah, unfortunately for him, did not help him a lot. But so he has one younger brother and two older sisters. His younger brother is Kirk. So Kirk is a gay man. Yes. Um, always kind of had those inklings. Apparently, though, when he came out to my dad's family, they were like, oh, how could this be? 
Okay, so <laughs> do you ever think sometimes he's like, he's like that when you're like they're so clearly gay, you're like, well, and really? see, how did my you mom, miss this? My mom tells us better because the funniest thing is my mom was best friends with Kirk, my dad's younger brother, before so, she even yeah. knew my dad existed. Hmm. So she probably knew best friends, and she even said like he was my gay best friend. Like she knew it. It wasn't that he was say it, it because during that time it wasn't something that you just said. Yeah, but it was obvious. And everything like that. But going back to the movie thing, she told me that one of the many things, she said it wasn't the only thing. There was a lot of things, like the fact that he always dressed up as a girl on Halloween. And not that guys don't do that, but I mean, like, shaved like everything. Then, like, very much to like, the nines, like... Which turns out. out later in life he made a career out of that. I don't know if he's still doing that, but... Oh, right, nice. Which is great for him, you know, whatever. But, but um, I feel like back in the day, what was this, like, the 80s? Yeah. Yeah, then... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, because he was probably born in, like... My dad was born in 69, so he's probably born in, like, the early 70s. Yeah, I think uh, my mom and your dad are about the same age. I think my mom might be, I can't remember, yeah. 67 or 69. Yeah, maybe. so... I have a sister the same age as your mom. So, like, my... <laughs> my sister was born in 69. Apparently my mom said that, like, if you've seen the movie uh, Witches of Eastwick, which yes. is a yeah. wonderful movie, I love it. Apparently Jack my mom Nicholson. said he sometimes, like, would put it on, and if he watched it once in a day, she said, That's what day. I'm doing all day. He'd watch it. Funniest story is, though, about that is that um, apparently the night that my parents met, like, she had been friends with Kirk since she had moved to Iowa. So she had probably been there, like, most of her senior year. And, like, apparently they were really good friends, and my dad came to this party and everything, and, like, she was talking about Kirk, and she said that she was, like, mad at him for something, so she was talking shit about him at the party. And I guess dad felt like he had to stick up for his younger brother. So apparently he came <laughs> over there and he was just like, hey, you're talking about my brother. And apparently, okay, so Kirk and my dad did not get along. Like he always But said, even though he still felt that he like, I got to stick they up for hated each That's other. That's my brother. To the point where he always told mom that he had two older sisters, never mentioned wow. he had a brother. So she never knew he had a brother because he would never say he mentioned his two older sisters. Holy said shit. I had two sisters, but never mentioned he had a brother. Wow. So my dad came up to him and was like, hey, you're talking about my brother. Like, what are you, and he's like, she's like, what, what are you talking about? He, Kirk doesn't have a brother. Who are you? And he's like, he does have a brother. I am his brother. So that was the first thing. And that's why my mom always says the first thing she really said to my dad is you're full of shit. And that's why she said that to him is because she's like, you're full of shit. Because he said, I'm his brother. And then eventually that night they got together. And then after that, it was history. I hope at some point Kirk. No, they smashed. No, they pretty much did. My mom's a hoe. I'm just joking. (laughs) I get it from her. (laughs) No, but apparently like, (laughs) apparently the reason they got stuck together that night is because my dad was the only one that was old enough to buy beer because that's when they had just changed the legal drinking age to 21, but he got grandfathered in because he was a little bit older than everybody else. So he didn't have a car though, but my mom had a car. So So he's like, if you want more beer, then you gotta take me. So they had a whole thing, and then the next, oh, and then the next morning, apparently, my dad like wrote a note on her car and just cute stuff. Oh, like, that's very sweet. Yeah. Also, Brittany's name of her dad, her name, her dad's name is Brit. No, <laughs> I, technically, yeah. I'm not. My mom well, got that off a of soap I opera, but will always to this day, happens. that's who I'm named after. But I mean, it makes more sense that way. Yeah. Brit and Brittany. But she was actually going to name me Elizabeth, but then she was watching General Hospital or, or Days of Our Lives or something, and she was like, oh, Brittany, that's a good name. So then it's Brittany Elizabeth, but then everybody's like, oh, you named her after her dad. And she's like, yes. This is a <laughs> like, but that was not this is a slightly the intention. way to like to intentions that. at all. But I would like that. to explain to you, which again, this can be cut out. Uh, it's whatever. 
<laughs> unless, you, unless you just want me to cut it out. No, like, it doesn't okay. bother me. But yeah, the reason I'm why I always say Brittany's in. dead looks like he got abducted by aliens <laughs> oh. was because when Brittany and I first moved out, <laughs> my brothers helped us. Her parents gave us the couches from their basement. Yeah. My brother was the only one that had a pickup truck. So Chris and Brian, my two older brothers, came over to help us out. <laughs> so we were loading the couches into the back of the pickup truck. Of course, they met Brittany's parents and stuff like that. <laughs> We get back to our new place that we're staying at. Chris and Brian cornered me and they were like, you do realize her dad looks like he has an alien story, right? Like he's, <laughs> he does. He, he, he does. does. Like, I don't want to make a mystery. So like, oh, make this one. And he, he's, he's like, very... I was very drunk. He'll always preface it. I was very drunk. But. but. <laughs> he's like, I swear to God, I don't know how like, I could He is literally this. one of my favorite people. He's story. a very sweet guy. And he's one of my favorite people to talk about movies with. Like, yeah. he has seen almost every movie I have. Almost. I've seen more. He, <laughs> he and my mom, my dad and my mom, like, their relationship was, they watched movies all the time. Like, the way that my dad proposed to my mom, which, I don't know, like, my mom was like, I thought it was fine. It was fitting for, you know, just our general, like, how we're together. But apparently yeah. they were watching a movie and my dad, they were, like, holding hands on the couch. And my dad just leaned over. He's like, you want to get married? She's like, Yeah. And that was literally <laughs> that was the proposal. It. And yeah. then they got married. And I was like, you know, that's kind of nice. Like, I not that I wouldn't appreciate something like that, like somebody putting that forth a lot of effort. But at the same time, I'd be just as pleased with a, we should get married. And be like, yes. Like, yeah. that's yeah. that's all, yeah. you know, we would have say, like, in general, if that's what you want to yeah. do. Like, yeah. that's all you really need. It doesn't have like, to be this big sort of showman. But also, my mom likes to tell the story about how she farted in my dad's face, like, when they first started dating. She <laughs> they were sitting on the couch, she bent over to pick up something, and she said she bent over, and it was just, like, just came out. And she said it was the loudest fart. And she said the only thing that made it feel better is that your dad just left, laughed and was like, that's hilarious. That's about right. Also, yeah. the first time I farted in front of Nick was about the same thing. But I also was like, he farted in front of me, so I'm like, it's fair game now. And I also burped yeah. like a man. So I feel like what's worse. <laughs> your like, burps I, I are do, legendary. No, now. but I, I do that all the time. He still to this day just looks at me and laughs. He's like, I just, I can't ever burp as good as you. And I'm like, no. You even, have like, I, I literally tell. You have the market cornered burping oh, like no well, one I I was like, your tens are like my fives. <laughs> I was like, just so you know. Yeah. And me and my dad used to have burping contests. I think he's the one that gave me the confidence because every time we burp, we write him. Like, even if we're just like at a fancy dinner, I'll be like seven. He's like, but mm, just to give the fanatics <laughs> a little bit of a physical description of your dad. Yes. At this time, when my brother saw him for the first time, he was very scrawny. He had yeah. pretty big glasses, and he wore a baseball cap, and he's white, so, like, uh, yeah, he's bald, I could, so, like... I could, yeah, paint in that picture like that, just from the couple of times that Like, I've they didn't him. really, like, they spoke, like, they were like, oh, yeah, how do you want to get the couch into the thing? Yeah. Like, they were very yeah. nice to each other, like, my brothers weren't very mean to him, but, like, my brothers, when we got back to our place, like, he, they cornered me, and they were like, has he been abducted by aliens? Like, we just have to know. Like, he seems like he's got a story. He, I bet he And has. I was like, there's a story about him being drunk. Obviously, he can't confirm that because he was drunk. And they were like, we knew it. But there is a story. I mean, a, if you from, dare to ask. From kind of what he said, But I was like, he didn't get abducted. He saw you. Now, I will say, what makes me feel like 
My dad isn't one to like make up stuff like that. He's just not really that guy. And I think he, he's very much dad's like willing to say like, "Hey, I was drunk." So like, yeah. Well, no, that's the first thing he said. He'll be like, you know, I was drunk as hell. I was driving through the cornfields, literally, in a truck in his dad's truck. He's literally, hilarious driving to do. through. Yeah, I mean, I I went to Iowa when I was younger for one of his friends' weddings, and there is sounds terrible. Nothing. But there and uh, yeah, I also went up to Illinois more recently, and there is nothing there as well. Like my parents, that's where they like grew up in like their teenage years was Ireland, Illinois. I remember I was calling my mom when we were driving through there, and she was just like, "Did you pass by this town?" I'm like, "Yeah." And she's like, "Did you pass by this like thing?" And I was like, "I don't know." She's like, "I used to party in that town." I'm like, "Where a barn?" She's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Makes sense." Well, there's there's nothing else around here. Like our hotel. Was Where faded. else would it be? There was a Cracker Barrel. I was like, "Let's go party at the Cracker Barrel." No, I remember that. There's your mom like would give you there. addresses, and she was like, "Go check this place out." And you're like, "I'm not gonna go see the old places you were at." Like, I'm not, not doing that. Here. But it, um, but it, but he said that he was like driving through the cornfields, and like they, him, I feel like there was somebody else with him though. Probably like he has a Dale. Him and Dale are, like, Beavis and Butthead, and now he's found him on Facebook, which is entertaining, to say the least. But, like, um, <laughs> apparently they were sitting on a fence post facing a cornfield, and they were drinking, and he said it was just, like, lights. Just, like, all of a sudden the sky just, like, came down, and then just, like, as quick as that, just gone. But, I mean, he uh, said we yeah. didn't see anything, but it was just, like, lights just out of nowhere. And he was like, I know what a turbine looks like. And he was like, it was too late for everybody to be doing that, you know. He, well, no, yeah. That's but so like, much more believable than any, literally any other alien story. I mean, he even said he was just but like, it's, it's literally just like, because he, like, he prefaces it with, like, I was shit-faced really drunk. Shit-faced. Yeah. So. I saw a thing. I know I did see that, but could it be because I was drunk? I don't know. Probably not. Because I don't think I'd see that. But, <laughs> but you never know. I mean, like, he's very... Yeah, I know, but he's here's very, a great like, assault. Here's my information. Just take both of these. <laughs> I love your parents, though. Also, her parents call me Oopsie Poopsie. They do. Oh, that was actually... She's Binky Boo. I'm Oopsie Poopsie. Okay. Oh, Binky Boo My is God, that's that, so cute. Okay, that is something that I've been called since I was little, and I used to be super embarrassed about. Well, first off, their thing is they, they like to call me Bink or Binky. Or Binky Boo or Peanut is my mom's Binky thing. Boo since uh, like high school. My mom really. calls me Bink all the time. I call R2 yeah. Peanut. Also, when uh, when he's extra cute, I call him Arturo. The churro. I call Birdie Bertleby all yeah, the time. R2 the noodle. Or I, I, I like to do <laughs> the Bertalerd because that's just that's like, her call. I do. Bertalerd. I do. I, that's how I call it around the house because it's fun. The I like Bertleby because it's like a weird Bertleby the screwdriver <laughs> it's like I do not want to what, what did he say I won't he's I like cannot. I don't fucking want to work like, what, what did he say though what was his, the line though it's like shit because it was like his catchphrase I don't think I will do that or I don't think I think that was I don't remember I'm gonna look it up something basically I do want to say though that was the boringest fucking thing yeah because it was literally people like asking him to do things and he was like I don't think I will like Captain America like Right now, <laughs> like Bartle, Bartleby. Bartleby. That sounds about right with Birdie and fucking Cone Potty. But anyways, yeah, Herman Melville. Um, that makes sense. My whole point, uh, I thought we'd circle back around to was, I feel like at any point in our lives, is that uh, grandparents, parents, we've had to watch soap operas. What yes. was your favorite soap opera to watch? I would prefer not to. <laughs> I would. Sorry. <laughs> And I was like, it was just a question. Like, no, that's what Bartleby the Scrivener used to say. I would prefer not to. I knew it was like something like like, like, I was literally like, what? No. (laughs) 
And no. We're not going down the road. I will not be doing <laughs> Something this. happened. <laughs> um, days of our lives in General Hospital were the ones that I was most uh, subjected yeah. to. My sister and I used to watch... General Hospital was the big one when I was, like, single-digit age. Then when I got into high school... Um, oh, like, obviously there's a period where I didn't really watch them. Cause my sister moved out, and so after she moved out, I stopped watching it. Um, and it was just, like, during the summer when, yeah. you know, because General Hospital at that time came on at, like, 3 o'clock. So, yeah. during the school year, I didn't get home until <laughs> yeah, 3.30, 4 o'clock anyway. Whenever I got off the bus, 4.15 sometimes. Um, but in high school, during the summers, my best friend Candace and I, her mom was obsessed with The Young and the Restless. And so every day during the summer, we would sit with her mom and watch her. Which one goes? No. There's one. I'm sorry. We used to watch. I want to say it's days days of our lives. Sands of the Hourglass. Yeah. Or the days days of our lives. That's what that one was. We have the shit memorized. No, so. Excuse me. With my family, or specifically my grandmother on my mom's side, which would be my grand and Jean, General Hospital was like her shit. Like, that was her shit. But Days of Our Lives was also a big thing. Now, I feel as though maybe she tiptoed in this. I don't know how Brian and I discovered it, but we started watching it. Passions. No, Passions. Oh, gosh. Passions was, like, the super weird one. Like, they were like, we're going to bring in super natural elements. I'm not saying that a soap opera isn't above that, because a soap opera will literally go into the direction. They will do anything they, feel they, they can necessary. they like, to. Yeah, no, it's very much like, okay, so we need to make this work, so... You have an evil twin, and they're pregnant. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, but Passions <laughs> like, had a way to actually make it like supernatural and like constantly really weird and supernatural. Like the shit going on that show was very odd. Like, <laughs> but we would just watch that shit. And we were like, "What the fuck's going on here?" I remember falling asleep to an episode of that, and <laughs> I remember I went back and watched it, so I figured out what really happened. But I went to sleep, and we just watched like Jurassic Park beforehand. Jurassic Park comes back around. But, so, what happened was, do you know, like, kind of when you're, like, going to sleep, and, like, you're kind of halfway in and out, but, like, your brain's putting two things together and kind of meshing it, and it's kind of making, like, a weird dream, and they're not quite asleep? Yeah. And then you fall asleep, and it's up in your dream. So, that's what basically happened to me. What happened on Passions was, there was a lady in a wheelchair. I don't remember why she was in a wheelchair, but she was. There was a guy, she was threatening him, he was like... Fucking dip you out of your wheelchair down these flights. That's a Swedish chef. Yeah. Morky mork. Chinky 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 chinky. Oh my god. Yes. But that's a, a Swedish chef kitchen playset. Well, not a playset what? playset, but like a little his whole kitchen that my brother got me. Oh my that little Ziploc baggie. There's like all kinds of shit that goes in the kitchen. Oh yeah, I'll bust it out here in a minute. Morky or when we're done, I'll oh, we'll bust it. I'll let you look at all the stuff. Oh my god. <laughs> no, I just noticed it. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I was like, is that the Swedish chef in there? No, she was uh, like, there's a bag down there, and I saw the bag, and I was like, what the fuck? It's some god, vegetables. I want to set them up. Things. I want to take pictures. Definitely oh, do oh, it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I'm so excited. Bring down like five notches. No. There's all kinds of interesting I will not. shit. There's not many things that make me this excited, <laughs> so I'm going to be excited. But I was watching Passions. This guy ends up tossing the lady in the wheelchair down the stairs. <laughs> anyway, so this bitch in a wheelchair gets chucked down she the gets stairs. No, she gets down the stairs. She was really like, I will tell all your secrets. She was like, No, you no. won't. <laughs> yeah. no, I don't think so. I have legs. You, go. you don't. Try it, bitch. <laughs> but I'm in 
this weird dream state where like I just watched Jurassic Park. We switched over to Passions. And, like it's like combined Jurassic together. Passions. So, like it's it's literally like my dream was <laughs> Jurassic Passions. <laughs> no one can see that. No one can see it. We are we we are. Brittany uh, is rubbing her nipples to you. <laughs> They are a little. I'm just so. They are a little wrecked. <laughs> no. I mean, I did just. I just did titillate myself. So. <laughs> titillate but no, me. in my dream, it wasn't him. It was a velociraptor that turned down the stairs, and I was like, "They are vicious." I was I will like, say. "What the fuck is going on right now?" I was like, "The velociraptors have like reached a new level, like of cognitive ability to like." I mean, uh, just gonna me downstairs. Like. Velociraptors have a pack mentality. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's <laughs> way to eat. That's I think I fucking watch Vines all the time, and I just wish Vine was back. Fuck TikTok. I don't care that it's basically the same thing. Cause it's not it's TikTok. Fuck it. I know Vines way funnier. Well, like, why do you get rid of something and then come up with something that's the exact the same, same? And then thing. when you talk to kids about it, like, what's that? And I'm like, go fuck yourself. I don't say it. It's the I'm same just, like, thing. Down, I'm like, I think the bigger thing. issue is that the quality. The quality of Vine was up here. The quality of TikTok yes. is... Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like some, Vines were funny. TikTok is just, like, a bunch of dumb shit. There's some that, like, are good, but then most fishers are like, I'm going to do the stupid dance to a song. Or I'm going to do a wipe on, wipe off. And I'm going to be beautiful. And then not. Because I put up... Ma- I spent one hour on this video putting on a shit ton of makeup. Yeah, like, I don't actually that at all. Like, no, if I'm gonna spend that much time on my appearance, I better be fucking going Although, out of the there house. there was, there was a rest, Like, unless I'm trying on makeup that I just bought, or, like, I just bought a new straightener, I'm not doing this stuff There was for a wrestler one, though, I'm with the... Like, I'm sorry. I'm doing it for fucking I don't have the time to get myself looking like I need to go out unless I am going out. Sorry. Although I will say <laughs> there was a wrestler one with the female wrestlers that was actually pretty good where they actually like put on the ring gear and shit like that and I was like, that's amazing. Well and I mean I don't then, like, think it I don't like, think it doesn't look cool. Like, and I'm not saying that like some of those I haven't watched because I am a sucker for like Facebook and I'll go through those super reaction videos yeah. where they play a bunch of them like, oh, okay. But like at the same time it's just like that's a lot of effort to do that. What and I was like, I, I can't learn these dances. I'm just, I feel older. I, I can't. I, I keep the coordination older older. for me is gone. I feel like I'm getting older and older, and I'm just becoming like, well, I wouldn't even say like my mom, maybe, I don't know, but I just feel like I'm like, I don't understand That's what, what you're happens. doing. I don't know what this is. That's Why what are you doing this? Like we have I'm that, not cool anymore. <laughs> we had that, the whole, the acronym conversation earlier about LGBTQ. Like, I'm to the, I've aged out of understanding not not understanding. I, let, let me not say that. Um, I've aged out of being able to keep up with what's I will, happening. And I know what you mean. And like, I don't like I all com- all the 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 inclusions of the movement. I'm, well, I, see, I'm like, beyond like yeah. understanding it. And now. see, this is like, the thing. Like I'm all keeping for, up with. My philosophy has been for the longest time like. You do you, and as long as it doesn't affect me or others in an extremely negative way, then... You're drinking the same thing now. Yes. But, like, if it doesn't affect me negatively, like, I'm not going to come at you. Like, people loving whoever they want, dressing however they want, getting, getting a dick, getting rid of a dick... 
I don't care. Like, I do not care because it's your time, your money, your effort, your feelings, whatever makes you feel better. I think everybody deserves the right to live a life that makes them feel happy. Like, I don't feel like anybody should go through life consistently feeling unhappy, unwanted, or not like they're living the way they want to. Their authentic self. Yeah, like, and I I believe that because, like, it's taken me a long time to realize, like, I can't please everybody. I'll never be anybody's best friend. So uh, the mo- most I can do is do what. Kitty's like, what the fuck? Wait. What I mean is like, uh, that's not what I mean. You're not gonna be everybody's best. <laughs> everybody, friend. not anyone's. Everybody's best I friend. Yeah, no, you are my best friend. You all, I love you so much. You know what? What I mean is like, props to you for figuring that out now because 13 years fast forwarded from where you are now, like I'm just. Well, and I feel like this, getting myself this isn't like I've just completely figured out like I'm working on it like I've had this issue especially like getting more into my career and like dealing with more people like Mm -hmm. I don't always feel like I get the same reaction that I give out and that's always been my issue is that Mm -hmm. I give so much positivity out to people so kind so warming and I feel deep down when people don't give that back to me I feel heartbroken and I don't know how to describe it but like when I'm like coming somebody like oh my god I hope you have a great day like thank you so much and they're like it like inside I'm like should I have said that? Should I have not have said that? Do yep. they hate me now? Like, did I do something wrong earlier the next day that now they're reacting to mm-hmm. me like that? Especially with, like, parents and stuff like that. I'm like, are you no, upset with me? But then I have to realize, like, not maybe they just, maybe better. they aren't like that. But maybe everyone's they different. Don't, everyone maybe they don't react that way. And then sometimes I'm like, well, maybe they think I'm being fake, which I know in my heart, like, that's just how I am with people. Mm-hmm. Like, it may seem like I'm coming off too nice or, and it's just, it's just the way I am. Like, I want... I'm very much into tone. Like, you can say, have a good day. Or you can say, I hope you have a good day. You know, there's a difference in Mm -hmm. tone. And I've always been, like, I read into people's tones. Mm -hmm. It's not about what you say. It's about how you say it. Right. And it's always been my issue. Like, that's why, like, I'm so bad about being, like, even in relationships or, like, with my parents. Being like, are you all right? Is something wrong? Did I do something? Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, everything's fine. But if I don't feel like they've said it in a way that makes me comforted, I'm like, you're lying. (laughs) Something's wrong. You need to tell me. Yeah. And, like, I've come to the conclusion that, like, sometimes I just need to let it go. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to please everybody. And, and, you know, I might not think they're happy. But at a certain point, I have to trust that that person's either being honest with me that it's okay or... Or they're, they're not, blind, and, you can't and do I can't it. do anything about yeah. that. Yeah. Because I'm not going to change how I interact with people because they think I'm being too much or they think that right. I'm not being genuine. Not with, I yes. know I am. If you're not being and honest with me, if you about think it, I'm being fake, that's mm-hmm. fine. That's but like, right. I am genuine, especially with the families that I deal with and everything. I'm always genuine. And like, mm-hmm. I, when I come to you and like, you know, if you need anything, let me know. Like, I'm not just saying that because I have to. Like, if I don't want to deal with you, like, I don't have to tell point, you that. Yeah, if I don't want to deal with you certain, past a certain point, I'm not going to give you my information. Exactly. I'm going to be like, have right. a good day. Go. And go. But, like, no, yeah. when I say, like, I want to help you or, like, if you need anything, let me know. Like, I'll make accommodations, whatever you need. Like, I'm not just doing that so you'll like me. Yes, I want to give off yeah. a good impression, but I'm not going to be over for people that I don't want to be over for right that's always been an issue it's like you have I feel like you have to realize at a certain point that like you can't please everyone that's always been my shoe is like mm-hmm. I'm a people pleaser like I want people to be happy with what I'm doing I want them to think I'm doing the best I can like god forbid I think I'm not doing enough 
or I'm not being present enough. And I think about that a lot, whether it's at my work, my relationship, my friends, my family. Like, I'm like, am I doing enough? Am I talking enough? Am I spending enough time with them? Like, mm-hmm. am I? And it, sometimes it comes to me like, I'll be fine. I'll be driving the car. I'm like, oh, I haven't texted so-and-so in a week like right. does that make me a bad person like should no. I text them now no. like the oh, way wait. you have to think about it is have they texted you and, and see it- that's what I have to say like you know like I have a friend I work with that I've known since I was younger and like sometimes like we'll go even though we work together we'll go weeks without talking not weeks but like a whole week without talking to each other and right. it's not we are like in different places in the building like we don't teach the same age range so like we have our no right. if we worked if we worked together, Polly would not be a good idea. Like, I'm going to be honest, if we were in the same room together, we honestly are troublemakers. We've always have been together. So it's probably, we don't like work together together. Right. Like even then like we'll come to each other and be like, man, I haven't talked to you ever. Like, I feel like I haven't talked to you ever and we actually work together. And I'm like, you know, it's, I feel bad. So sometimes yeah. I'm like, wow, like I just clocked off and I'm really tired, but should I go up there and talk? Should I, like, spend my time 30 minutes talking to that person? Should I, you know, and it's like, I have all these obligations, but, like, do I spend, you know, and and I do. And I usually am like, I'm going to go talk. You know, I'm going to go up there. Because sometimes I'm like, I have to worry about work, but I also have to worry about, like, my relationships. But at the same time, I have to, like you said, think about, does that person making an effort to come see me? Is, like, that person making an effort to come text me? Just to give a little bit more. Most of the time, it's kind of... Even, I guess, but... Just to give a little bit yeah. more background is that uh, Brittany and I have known each other since our freshman year of high school. That's when we became friends. Mm-hmm. This particular person, they've known each other since, like, childhood. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, not pointing fingers or anything like that, but we're saying, like, there's definitely a weird give and take there. Yeah. And it has been for years. And I will say the <laughs> biggest rift that ever happened was when we were growing up, especially in our teen years... Like, she hung out with people, and I will not say I was the best. I honestly, looking back, was did very questionable things in my teen years that probably shouldn't have done. You know, I wasn't, like, I guess looking back, like, I was a good kid. Like, I was a good person. Like, I would never, like, intentionally hurt anybody. But, like, yeah. looking back, like, if I saw me as a person, was like, all oh, this stuff, I did, like, you might be a bad influence on some good people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, because I, I, I like things. You're me 13 years ago, but you're figuring shit out faster than I've figured it out. I feel like it's just... The, but anyway, but just but you just, saying the things you're saying, I'm like... It's just like, yeah. I feel like I I wasn't the always the best influence, but the friends that she had were just people that I even wouldn't hang out with. Just like, and then, right. and then when I was drifting off from that general group and doing more things, like, I felt like I was thought of as the bad kid like I remember specifically because we hung out with this bible like this youth group yeah and I remember one Halloween party (laughs) one Halloween party and I had actually stopped going to youth group because I got in a big argument with our youth pastor like I got in a big argument with our youth pastor because like I've read the bible I know the bible not as well as like other people no, but I do know Bible stories scholar, but and, like, <laughs> and I was just telling him like what he was saying was inaccurate and then he was talking about scientific things and I'm like you don't realize that what you're saying is inaccurate like I'm not saying the Bible is false because these things so we got in this whole argument and then basically ended up me storming off and saying things that I probably shouldn't have said sacrilegious mumbo jumbo and I'm not saying that it was right I'm just saying what I said was not right at the time you know I was upset 
But like past that, I stopped going to the youth group, and um, I remember uh, we played Never Have I Ever, <laughs> and play, probably we played Never Have I Ever, and people started listing off specific Wait, at the youth group. Yeah, no, we were at we were actually at no 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 we played <laughs> we played Never Have I Ever at a Halloween party with the youth group that oh, came. Okay. So it was actually at Megan's grandma's house because we used to hang out there for Halloween. But the youth group was there. Yeah. Why did anyone think this was a good idea? Because mm. we were all like kind of hung out. we were like she hung out with them. And um, so we started playing. We started playing Never Have I Ever, and they started specifically picking out things that pertain to what I have done, like stories that I had told Megan, all these things that I had done before them that they haven't done. And I was sixteen. Wow. I had, like just lost my virginity. I had, you know, talked to Megan about that. And I was like, too. and it was really hurtful because I was like, this makes me know that like all these things I've told have now been everybody knows what I've done. Mm -mm. And so it made me feel like the black sheep of these people that like, I knew I wasn't like, like them. I didn't do everything like them, but at the but same time, I was like, to be friends. yeah, they were supposed right, to be God like people, like Christians, you know, Jesus like, like accepting <laughs> everybody, you know, right. and doing these things. And like, I just felt like really like, wow, I'm like a bad person, your you know, like I've done else. all these things and everything like that. But you know, it's just, you know, you come to the conclusion that you just have to kind of, Go your own path. I feel like, and yeah. most people just, you know, it's it's hard to please everyone. So I'm just like, I'm oh, just gonna please you're not going to myself. <laughs> so that way, everybody gets now. Any, yeah, right. Exactly. Now, just like in general, like I, I just got to the point where I'm just gonna be nice, and if you don't like me, then I guess we're just not gonna like each other. But I will be pleasant. Until you're just unpleasant as hell to my face, and then we won't have well, a good you've day. you've actually okay. already said her name, but I will abstain from it. But I don't think I'm I gonna, said her name. You actually. did. Oh, yeah. That's okay. But uh, <laughs> what I was going to say is, as an outsider, because like, I'm never going to like intrude on your guys' relationship at all, mm. but uh, the whole thing that always got me was the fact that you always make such a big deal about going to her birthday, which is typically you guys go into the fair, which probably won't happen this year. No. But her birthday is in September, so, like, yeah, so it's a big deal. Like, I've got to have this day off. I've got to go spend that with her. Like, it's her birthday. We've been friends for so long. I feel long. like the last birthday I, I actually missed was because we went to the beach, so I just wasn't there. Yeah. It's always oh making more of an effort than... But it's not even that. Like, it's our birthday, so, like, we've always combined our birthdays because it's literally yeah. a fucking day apart. Like, we're not going to be, like, half people come over one night, half people... Like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Like, just do it together. We'll do okay. it together. And typically, actually, it's, like, a two-night affair, but it's... It's been a pretty big boot. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's been a little bit tamer these past couple years. I'm getting older now, but uh, yeah, I just have enough energy, and I don't like getting older at this point. Yeah, so, so like the so past like really two years, we've been like, we're just gonna do it all together. It doesn't get much more exciting. I'm gonna tell you guys sure right now. I might party out. I'm literally your I ghost of Christmas 30, future. Though, I think at thirty, regardless of how unhappy I'm gonna be about being thirty, we have to do something big, good. No, because good. if we don't, I'm going to probably binge eat and cry. No, yes, no, I agree because with I will because, because I've already. Mm. You have to understand this. This friendship goes somewhere. This friendship is eternal. 
And it so, is. like, any big birthdays, we have, like, 30, 40, 50. Yeah, like, my name's 100. Because we're going to have our 100th <laughs> birthday together. But, like, yeah. but it, we'll it'll be a big thing. But, like, <laughs> like the, the little lady, like, drinking beer in the hall yeah, like, or whatever. The two of us just I hit like, 100. I'm drinking Miller Lite. one didn't make it. We were just, like, pour one out. We're, like, for my homie. Like, <laughs> I have a Dr. Pepper a day. <laughs> I don't want to be 100. Like, I feel like 90s where I'm at if, no. and, that, and that's like I don't think I'm gonna live to 90 but that's <laughs> as long as, as you would live. You care yeah. to live I think yeah. past 90 you become the crypt keeper for sure and it doesn't matter <laughs> and I'm just not about I'm not, it <laughs> I'm not about looking like, like that I do a full century but I'm just saying if it comes, if it comes to this but I don't want it to be like apocalyptic times. So like it's still gonna be like. Society. Honey, I'm pretty sure we got that in like 10, 20 years. Like so I feel like we're gonna fine. be in the I'll smack dab middle of it. I'm gonna be the Betty White of the apocalypse. I love <laughs> Betty White, Ugh, man. But uh, my point being is the. <laughs> Back to the original point. Right, 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 right. She would always make a really big time to go out to her birthday, but we always did our birthday together, and so like, it would always, yeah. it would always be like our conjoined friends. So like, you know, Brady would invite people, I'd invite people. They're actually the same people. We invite the same Most people. of the time, but like, <laughs> yeah. I have a, like I have a couple extra friends, but usually but it's just like Megan. Like, honestly, right. is the only other one that I would really invite. I feel like, and she'd be like, "Yeah, I'd come," and she then she'd be like, never. "She never shows up." I don't up. feel like she. I feel like I do that to you guys. Like, yeah, oh trip no, like, trip royal. <laughs> Cool. Well, I'll no, be there. I mean, but that's not like she literally every single birthday or anything I've done for our birthday, she has never shown. I'm almost never, except sure if we invited you. Like we actually haven't really done anything for a birthday in a while. Like, yeah, I feel like even last. Well, time and I, I feel like that, like we usually acknowledge it and like have a birthday episode. No, yeah, we still and have, then I still like, do like, yeah, like a I mean, thing with you guys. No, oh, but like, like I mean, like anytime I've done something, like it's just an excuse, <laughs> or like she won't text me back that day, or she'll wait till like an hour before it starts to be like, oh, I have this really long excuse about why I'm not going to come. Yeah, and I'm like, and like she likes to say it's because of social anxiety, but then like we're fine hanging out with her friends. You know, right. you yeah, actually yeah. have an excuse. And I'm not like, saying, I actually have something to do, and we're like, that's fine. And I'm, not, like, and I'm not saying, like, I, I, I am completely understanding, like, you have something to do. I'm not going to say, like, you have to completely switch around what you're doing, but at the same time, it's like, okay. My, at some point, like, like, but my birthday is literally the same time every year. Yeah, so you know. <laughs> like, why are Usually you? it's never, like, a big excuse. It's just like, oh, like, we're, I'm, I've just been running all day, blah, blah, You know, just stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just can't make it. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, I understand, like, being nervous or whatever. It's like, but it's like she wants to think that my friends are going to immediately be like, oh, we're going to judge you. I would not hang out with people yeah. that did that we're to like people. That. Well, and I told sure. her that because even we were, when we were younger, this was a, a similar problem, but it wasn't as much with my birthdays, but just when I started to get, like, other friends from school, you know, she had her friends from school, too. I mean, we were still best friends, and we hung out all the fucking time, and I still yeah. love her. I mean, <clears throat> if anything, she's more like a sister figure because she's just our families are so intertwined like yeah. you know, her grandparents are like my grandparents at this point because all my grandparents are dead like mm-hmm. biologically or well I guess technically since my mom's adopted but whatever you know what I'm saying like yeah. my right, mom right, and right. dad's parents are dead like I don't have so like her grandparents are my grandparents I've known them since I was five years old so mm-hmm. like we're like family but it's still just like at the same point like she'll always be family but sometimes we just like drift in and out like we still see each other we still like go out to eat on weekends or do stuff on you know occasion and stuff like that and that's fine but it's like even when we were younger we had an issue with like if I had like a party or even just like a sleepover you know just because yeah. it's like come over and hang out with my friends it's like 
she didn't want to hang out with me and my other friends. Right. She's never wanted to hang out with me and my other friends ever. I think I'm the only person she She's met, and I feel like it was because her and Tiffany came over one time. Um, I've met her, I think, like three or four times, but like the the two most prominent times I can remember is one of them you're very embarrassed about. We went to go see Twilight in theaters. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> Well, Megan and me were both really into watching and it, was and too, you and yeah. our friend Shelby, and yeah. Shelby was That's a okay. I got super well, and, into and the, the only books. thing, And the only reason she actually went to that is because me and Shelby went. So, like, me, her, and Shelby, and Shelby was her shared friend from her school, and I was... Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, like, I always made an effort... Time, like, and that's the thing, I always yeah. made an effort to hang out with her and her friends. Like, I always made friends with her friends, but she never wanted to make friends with my friends. Right. And so it was always me trying to fit into her group, but she never wanted to make the effort to fit into mine. Yeah, I and know that like, feeling. And, and, I know and, that and feeling. That, and the thing is, it's like, if I thought my friends were going to be mean to you, first off, I probably wouldn't even be friends with those people. Right. Because and also, I, 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 I would Trust me and not to put you in that this, situation. This thing, like, I love her deeply, and I will always love her to death. Like, she'll always be just like Katie, someone that I can always rely on to be there no matter what I need. I can tell that person anything I need to know. And it's not like I don't love her, you know, any less. Like, I'll always love her no matter what she does, you know, because she's family, just like your family. Like, every, you know, family is not blood. It's what you make for yourself. So she'll always be family, but at the same point, it's like, I've always wished that she would be more willing to meet with my friends because I know they love her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm not, and it's like, I'm not embarrassed of her. Like, oh, don't come. You know what I'm saying? I've like, never had a reason to not like her. Like, she's, she oh, she's super nice. Like, that's the thing. She's super nice and she'll talk to you. And it's like, you wouldn't think there would be an issue when she is around. You know what I'm right. saying? Because you've met her. Like, she's super nice. And like, she yeah, talks to you. Probably, and like, like, four times. Like, in total. And you wouldn't see, like, like, there's an issue. Maybe there is some sort of, like, anxiety. And I understand that. But at the same time, like, I'm there. I'm not going to leave you alone. Like, well, and thinking you should about, make an effort. Like, even I'm just one time. I'm to tell you, though, like, hey, I'm not going to leave you alone. Like, I would And believe me, I get, I, I get anxiety, too, around people I don't know. But usually my, like, mechanism is just to, like... I don't talk a lot. Right. Like, I'll talk when talking to you, but I like to listen to people. Observe. No, and yeah. figure out, like, what Which they don't totally and do. Fair, like, because I'm one of those people I don't want to say something to offend somebody. Like, that's right. I don't. I've always been that person. Like, I try to think. I almost probably think too much before I say something. Because, especially right. from people I don't know. Because I'm worried, like, what if one thing I say is just, like, triggering to somebody, you know, you never know. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. do I say oh. it? Do I not? Probably well, not. What I'm is <laughs> Shut the, the fuck up. The day that you guys went hiking. Yeah, and her and Tiffany, when Tiffany, when they're her and her yeah. and Tiffany were together, yeah. And they came over beforehand before you guys went hiking, and we started watching that stupid, it's like a, it's not a wrestling show, it's not really, even like an MMA show. It's like people that they get together that aren't actually fighters, kind of, like some of them have training, but most of them don't. They're like, let's get these fucking people together and have a fight. I forget what the fuck it's called, like the name escapes me. Yeah. But we watched that before you guys went hiking, and like, we had a great time, like we had a fucking great time. Mm-hmm. Like, Megan's always been nothing but super sweet to me, so, like, I don't she is. She's, like, that. a sweet... It's, like, it's not even you, like, you would obviously take care of her, but, like, even though I don't know her as well, like, I'll take care of you, too, like... Yeah, well, exactly. and the you fact that me, you guys... Like, the fact that you guys have been friends for over a decade... Oh, geez, you're and shot. you've met her, like, <laughs> yeah, four times... Like, that seems like a really, like, well, and she, off she ratio, even, like, and you know she, what I mean? When we talk about Katie, like, she loves Katie. She's like, Katie's always like, nice. Like, that's like, amazing. Like, it's I mean, not, like, once every like, two years. It's Less never than anything, and I honestly, like, I don't try to take anything personally, because I know everybody goes through their own things, but it's just, like, right. it's just, like, it's, like, something that I wish 
could have been different because I feel like, honestly, we probably would have hung out more in the more recent years if it had been for the fact that we would have had similar friends. Because, I mean, as much as I want to be more active with my friends, like, people get older, they get more responsibilities, they get more, they get jobs where they have to do more. And, yes. like, people just can't. Can we talk about that next? Life changes and. Yeah, it happens. Like, I'm not gonna lie, we probably have to leave soon, but I think our last conversation, I'd like a cigarette, and then after that, I'd like to talk about adult friendships. Yes, okay. I'm totally down.